Captain's Log, the podcast devoted to discussions and insights into the supernatural, occult, and all-around strange happenings of our world. I think our goal there's someone in the house with us to entertain and disturb, perhaps like no one has before. <laughs> Star date 12 25 2020. Welcome everybody to our very special Christmas episode of Captain's Log. We hope everyone has had a fantastic holiday season full of cheer, love, and some good old holiday supernatural scares. This is your captain speaking, Jose Valle Jr., joined virtually by my co host, first officer and head elf, Mason, 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 Rosy Cheeks Schrader. I'll let you decide why we call him a, a Rosy Cheeks. It's because he spank always him. spanks my ass. Yeah, because you spank him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why, yeah. Um, we also have the uh, the uh, very special pleasure of having a friend of the log, Max Benyon, on the show today. Welcome, Max. It has been a long 25 episodes since you have been on one of the main show episodes. Uh, how have you been this holiday season, Max? Thanks for having me, Jose and Mason. I'm happy to be here. Uh, this is my white person on a talk show voice. Mm. Is this what you want me to sound like the whole time? <laughs> now, Max, you've got a new movie coming out. I tell do. Us a little about I that. do, Mason. It's called Jose's Film Opinions, and uh, it's it's trash. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, you're all right. <laughs> uh, I'm not no, doing I'm so hot. Uh, no, I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> You oh, are the weakest. Look like, at him. Oh no! Now I feel bad. Look at him in his fucking little dungeon that has just one reflecting light. Okay, he's not doing it's, great, Max. It's, I lo- I lo- it's a strip of him. It's pitch black on your left side or on our left yes, side. Yes, because your right those side. <coughs> because those died. It's a whole thing. We don't have to get into <laughs> just it. Get if the if the viewers right don't like it, if the viewers slash listeners don't like it, they can send me money so I can. Yeah, it's gonna really bother fix, the listeners. <laughs> so I can fix my. Uh, well, they're going to send us money to stop talking about visual aspects on a podcast. Well, it is also a video podcast, and the people who watch the videos, they know that. Hey, so I'm good. <laughs> good. Glad fine. to hear it. Sorry you have to listen to us. We're going through couples therapy. It's a whole thing right now. <laughs> oh, no. It's all oh, yeah, right. Just tell, just tell everybody that. We're That's doing great. it for the kids. Shut up. I'm oh, going to my you. sister's house tonight. I... <laughs> You're already at your... Okay. I don't have an explanation for that. Why don't you... Okay, let's move on. Well, boys, today we have what I think will be a very fun episode planned. Although we just jumped back into our Urban Legend series, I thought, ah, what the hell, why not take a break and do a, a little Christmas-themed special episode? I've got my a Christmas hat on. Christmas treat? It's got um, little bells because oh. it's got reindeer antlers. Oh, Max, and, did you hear that? I think, I think that was Santa Claus on the roof. Oh, that's Santa Claus on the roof. <laughs> Oh, fuck! Oh, 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 no. Now I have to become Santa. (laughs) The Santa curse. The Santa Claus. That's not good either because I'm on a... I live in a three-story building and I'm in the second floor, so... It's not good. It's not good. Oh, no. He's really dead. Good riddance. That's what I say. I hate Christmas. All right, Max, get the gun. We're going to have to put him out of his misery. Did you know Santa... Thank goodness someone's here to help me. Hello, little boy. Oh no, what are you doing? No! 
You no. broke your leg. It's time to put you down. No, I'm Much not a like horse. a You are a Please. horse. Somebody gonna shoot me? Jesus Christ! Come on, let's do this. I'm trying to think of a good one-liner, Santa. Give me a second. Yeah, Jesus Jingle Christ! This belt, I'm gonna shoot you in the. I'm gonna shoot you in the knee first, just to just because you're fucking around. Oh! Oh! I'm not crap, dead. I you fucked too soon. Ah! I've got two guns. Whoa! Anyways, here's, here's the dumbest fucking bit. That was so stupid. Here's why I love the idea of doing a Christmas-themed uh, episode on a podcast that focuses on the supernatural and occult. One, because I love Christmas. But two, because the thing that people seem to forget uh, about Christmas is that much like Halloween, ghost stories and stories of the paranormal actually go hand in hand with Christmas. Yeah, it's fucking true. Back in the day, people used to associate Christmas with getting a good scare. And it sort of makes sense, right? As the nights grow longer and the end of the year grows closer, it is totally normal to gather together and think about the people and places that are no longer with us. Students of history... Also, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, this entire holiday is based around a, an immortal god sneaking into your house mm -hmm. and planting things there. Right, yeah. But, all, yeah. but not, just, I mean, not just presents for good people, but punishments for bad people. Right. And <clears throat> also, the uh, the Andy Williams song that I won't sing, uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year, literally says that this is a time for scary ghost stories. And tales of the glories, the glories of, Christmas of Christmas is long, long ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. So, students of history know that the origins of Christmas have nothing to do with a kind of commercial Christmas that we have celebrated since the Victorian age. My dad All is right, listening. Relax. Right. No, my dad is God. listening right now and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. See, this is what I'm saying. It's all capitalism. My dad's one of those guys that every year he's like, we don't need presents. It's all, that's what, that's what big companies want you to do. And I'm like, shut up, you cheapskate. You just don't want to buy presents. <laughs> you just don't want to buy presents, dad. <laughs> As Kat Eschner writes for SmithsonianMag.com, they're about darker, older, more fundamental things. Winter, death, rebirth, and, a, and the rapt connection between a teller and his or her audience. But they're packaged in the cozy trappings of the holiday. Of course, Charles Dickens' uh, novel, A Christmas Carol, is perhaps the most famous and recognizable example of ghostly Christmas literature, but there are other examples of stories of spectral and supernatural visitors arriving in or around Christmas time. For example, Edgar Allan Poe famously said his poem, The Raven... He was a ghost. He, Edgar Allan Poe famously was a ghost. <laughs> no, he famously said his poem, The Raven, in the bleak month of December. American author Henry James cemented the eerie tradition into U.S. culture when he published his story, The Turn of the Screw, in 1898. The novella, about a chilling series of supposedly ghostly events that befall a young governess, begins with men gathered around a fire sharing a spooky ghost stories on Christmas Eve. Ooh. Gathering around a fire. To that was weak. <laughs> Commit to it, Jose. Ooh. There you go. Gathering that's more, like, that's more poish of you. <laughs> Gathering around a fire to share ghost stories. Sorry, was... did you say that's more poish? As in, yeah, like, yeah, like Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe was walking around he going, was a ghost. Ooh. He was a ghost. That, that's how he got established. Edgar Allan Ghost. In the canon of Captain's Log, Edgar yeah, Allan Poe was a ghost. Edgar Allan Poe. Got beat to death in that gutter because he wouldn't stop going up to strangers. Ooh, like, they were like, you son of a bitch, Edgar. He was a ghost. Edgar, fuck off, dude. Hey, like, we're serious. Edgar, I'm, I'm serious, garbage. dude. I, I have a really bad migraine today, so could you please not? Ooh. Whoa. I'm going to fucking Never more. Anyways, anyways, subscribe to my poetry magazine. Uh, <laughs> he's like a, he's like an influencer. He's like trying to become an influencer. Ooh, read the raven. They're like, oh, shut up, dude. Shut up. It's about a bird that talks to people. 
Anyway, so uh, it's about as scary as the Fruit Loops mascot. <laughs> Gathering around a fire to share ghost stories was actually a beloved Christmas tradition in the late 1800s into the early 1900s. Frigid temperatures and long nights were considered the best conditions to share grim stories. Nothing satisfies us on Christmas Eve but to hear each other tell tell authentic anecdotes about specters, wrote British travel writer and humorist Jerome K. Jerome in the introduction of his 1891 anthology of Christmas ghost stories, Wait, so this guy's told after supper. Hang on, I've got, okay, I've got, I've got two things to say. Yeah. So this guy's name is Jerome Jerome. Yep. Jerome okay. Jerome. <laughs> All right. Uh, he put the K in there. He's like, I got to split this other yeah. Jerome. Uh, but also, did he say that nothing satisfies us on Christmas Eve like a spooky ghost story? Because I would argue there are a few other things that people do more <clears> often on Christmas dressing Eve. up um, in like a reindeer outfit with your significant your significant other Santa Claus, and they've got to like punish you. Because you're the, <clears throat> I've heard not what? not that I'm in. T- I've uh, hello Max, hello Jose, it's me Jerome K Jerome. Thank you for having me on your show. Any questions? Yeah, yeah uh, um, uh, Jerome Jerome. While we have you here, um, yeah. Uh, what a, uh, um. <laughs> I don't have any questions. Actually, I'm just a big fan. Please call me Jerome. Mister Jerome was my father. <laughs> Hey, uh, Jerome, my my father's name was Mr. Jerome. You can call gun. me Mr. Jerome, but the first name. <laughs> you can call me Jerome, not Jerome. Jerome was my father. I'm Jerome, see? Please, don't call me Jose. Jose was my father. <laughs> call me Mr. Valle. Sorry, I can be a little silly. I am a popular humorist. <laughs> <laughs> he would go around doing that, and then that's why he ended up dead in a gutter, too. I'm one the same of- gutter? Yeah, ne- right next to him. They shared just no one gave, gave a shit about yeah. Jerome K. Jerome. Oh my god, Edgar Allan Poe is dead, and so is... This Is that guy. Jerome K. Jerome? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? I don't know. K? K for, K for killed. Jerome... <gasps> Jerome killed Jerome. Jerome killed Jerome? <laughs> oh god. Okay, we gotta move on. I'm one of the people who's a big supporter of bringing back this Christmas tradition of gathering around the fire to tell ghost stories, and not just because I'm in the pocket of big, scary ghost stories, but... I thought it was because you're in the pocket of big fire. <laughs> I yeah. know, I was like... Everyone uh, <laughs> needs a fireplace. There's nothing quite like gathering around a firebrand fireplace. Firebrand. Fire it's what's for dinner tonight. <laughs> what? Firebrand fire. Firebrand fire. Brought to you by Jerome K. Jerome. (laughs) So that is what we're going to set out to do today. I've gathered some Christmas time. Not eat fire, but tell Christmas. Tell some spooky legends. Hang on, let me put out this fire. (laughs) So I've gathered some Christmas time legends from various parts of the world through my own research and suggestions from listeners and the lovely members of the uh, Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. If uh, we don't have fire, will these lights work? No. <laughs> Shit. You got to light that Christmas tree on fire. Uh, All right, well, because you told me to. <laughs> if you don't know who the... <laughs> oh, no! Mason, no! If you All don't right, know that was who a little, the... little, little Easter egg for the visual audience. If you don't know who the, uh, the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates are, they're uh, listeners of the various Planet Broadcasting Network podcasts, uh, which you could all uh, should all go check out. Some uh, great quality content there. And um, Jose was like, I'm in the pocket of Big Fire, but that was just a distraction from... I'm in the pocket of the Planet pocket Broadcasting Great Mates. Why the fuck are we on such a shitty podcast then? Because um, 
that's a good question. I'm going to bring that up in our next meeting. What the fuck? <laughs> when can I be part of the company? Hey, hey um, uh, Mr. 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 Sunday Get a bloody Australian accent. Yes. Man, and you can maybe be a part of the Planet Broadcasting. When, when can, when can captains like me on good. your network, please? I don't know if you, uh, actually, I was going to make a joke, but I just watched Bombshell and now I feel gross about okay. it. So let's move on. <laughs> All right, boys. So the way this will work is I will present you a legend or story and I will then ask you whether you like the legend and think it's a ho, ho, ho or a ho, ho, no, which just pretty mean, pretty much means that you, uh, it means, do you think it's a good one that should continue to be told or do you think it's crap? What, so it's my place as, an Amer- as a white, straight American <clears throat> yeah. Christian man to be like, yeah, all these other countries suck. All these traditions suck. You guys actually conform to Satan. Yeah, we're standing out to a Well, fa- but these are all Christian stories, Derivative, right? Because it's yeah. based around oh, cr- Christmas. I'm going to so like all of them. Thanks fully, for this is, this is the only <laughs> thing we're I'm allowed to have to be able to trash right, yeah. or support without it <laughs> being problematic. True. That's true. I mean, and, I do um, come from these countries like all my ancestry does. So. Yeah. Does, does that make sense, then, our rating system? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay, you can also, of course, as, as, as you've already been doing, you can chime in at any time to add anything you'd like. It's a bit of a lax episode, you know, just three, three, three pals gathered around a fire telling stories and drinking hot cocoa in their jammies getting spooky, you know? I didn't get any PJs or fire for this, Jose. I don't. I didn't either. Were we supposed to get anything? We're, supposed we're all wearing uncomfortable I sent sweaters them out. in the cold. I <laughs> sent them out on Amazon. With Amazon. Express the, the. Oh, you know what? You know who actually got that was um, those just went straight to Jeff Bezos. That's bald, sometimes he'll sometimes he'll look bitch. at what's in the order queue and he'll be like, "I'll just keep Ooh, that for me." Goody. <laughs> and then and then he puts on that? he puts on that like old timey nightcap and nightgown and mm-hmm. his little candle on a on a saucer and he walks around his house. Yeah, oh, so he presses a scrunch. button. Yes, as he falls like, asleep. His yeah. associates that he definitely killed, they come back and they're like, you will be visited by three ghostly spec. It's a Christmas carol. No, his what Marley is, he presses, his, his, Marley he is re- his wife who's still alive and divorced him, right? Yeah, yeah. She's he rings a too. button and his, sec- his secretary's like, bring me my baby. And then he brings, they bring in a baby and he, you know, he pops the head off and drinks the blood mm-hmm. like a, the fucking is, psychopathic piece of shit he is. This is and confirmed. Then, uh, Again, and then he we uh, goes to bed. flip around. Yeah, I read that on and, Reddit. Yeah, yeah. It's real. We will flip around. Are you around. defending Jeff Bezos? You a fucking Bezos? No. Over? No. That's what we I will, thought. We will I flip around thought. and kiss his little bald head when he offers us mm. so much money for this. Uh, no, in which case we won't. I will like, No. I will. You're going to speak for the podcast. Yeah, shut up. You're a guest. <laughs> you're not even a, you're a guest. When when the money comes in Thanks for this episode. Thanks for having me, Jose and Mason. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's begin, okay? <clears throat> Any list detailing Christmas time horror legends or creatures has to include St. Nicholas's evil shadow, the half-goat, half-demon, Krampus. When people refer to Krampus as jolly old St. Nick's evil shadow, they aren't exaggerating. With horns, dark hair, fangs, and a long tongue, this this anti-St. Nicholas comes with a chain and bells that he lashes about along with a bundle of birch sticks that the old goat bastard uses to swat naughty children. I love that. I love the old goat bastard. That's an amazing name. He then hauls naughty children down to the underworld to burn in hell for all eternity, regardless of what their offense might have been. So, nice. if you're thinking about peeking in the present closet, I would just maybe not. <laughs> uh, no, I do it. That's, not it sounds like he could take you for anything, though, so you just yeah. have to be as nice as possible. Yeah, yeah, like, that's true. There's kid, a... Like, 
If one day your mom's like, hey, stop watching Wizards of Waverly Place reruns on television, and you're like, no! That was very Then Krampus specific. is like, you're going to hell. Max, did your what? mom tell you that recently? No. <laughs> no, Max, I mean, like, 21. I mean, I'm you can't about watch kids. the Disney Channel all I'm day. I'm talking about kids. I'm talking about kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kids, but then I realized kids. that wasn't a modern reference. I don't know what kids are watching. The Loud House? I don't know. Um, you're, you are the 21. Jake, the Jake about the Jake Paul of vlogs. Jake Paul vlogs. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, but is there written rules? Is there like a? It's not like the Bible. There's no like rules about what you. What's this, like? There's no Krampus's commandments. Look, commandments. As we yeah, as we go through this list, you will see that these guys are operating on a very thin like a yeah. It's it's they are. It's how do I explain it? They're saying they're punishing kids, but it seems mostly like like they're. They just like, like they were just gonna do it anyway, and exactly. they look for, they look yeah, for excuses yeah, yeah. as to why so they this did is, it. Th- these guys like are, some kid, some guy caught Krampus in the underworld, and he's like, "Krampus, why are all these kids here?" Krampus was like just a twisted guy, but he's like, "Uh, they all, uh, they all cheated on their tests." Uh, you see, uh, you see little Marjorie over there. Marjorie, she actually, uh, she dropped a spoon. <laughs> is that really? Something we bring him down here for? Yeah, 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 yeah. She dropped a spoon. Little uh, Frankie over there, he actually uh, he actually tripped while he was walking. He tripped. Well, that, that seems like something that's well, I, I, You're going to say that, that that seems a little unfair, Krampus, I know. But what I'm trying to tell you is someone said if you if you trip on a crack, you break your mother's back. And then he tripped, so he tried to break his mother's back. So now he's in hell. He's getting stabbed. I mean, also, getting, you see that I'm, little twelve-year-old getting stabbed with a fucking pitchfork? Yeah, well, he uh, yeah, what, what's up? Jerry? He didn't eat all well, his well, spaghetti. Um, I mean, I'm just a big fan of of what Krampus is doing. Thank uh, you. And I just want to say that, uh, from my point of view, oh, uh, dropping a spoon, devil's advocate cracks, over here. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like those are gateway things to bigger and better. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I just crit- so <laughs> if you just if you just catch them early on it. Yeah, I, I just my pal like... Krimpus has got a point over here. Yeah, I'm Krimpus. <laughs> mm, I don't like these guys. No, actually, uh, I'm. Krimpus. I'm gonna ask. Why, why are you doing the same voice as me? Huh? Uh, I mean, why, are, what you are you fucking mocking what me? You I'm just, no, I'm just a big fan. I'm. I'm gonna ask to move departments. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm gonna wait, be honest all, with you guys. Wait, do all hell creatures sound like this? Uh, I think in, <laughs> in, in, in future conversations, like yes, they do. In future conversations, I think once I pick a voice, you two maybe pick a different voice. That's I don't know I'm what saying. you're talking about. I was giving this voice. <laughs> I think I stunned. Look, Krampus. Look, Krampus. My name's Krampus. No relation. Look, it's Krampus, Krampus, I'm Krampus. He's Krampus. I'm Krampus. You got a problem taking up with the fucking devil. Or as he's known, Kredevil. Kremdevil. Krampus. Krampus. Jesus Christ! I was like, "There's another Val." Wait, why no, this why? this guy's this guy's name is Krimpus already. <laughs> Remember, no, this no, is Krimpus. Krimpus. No, the devil Krampus. is Krampus. Krampus. Or it's Krampus with a I'm y. Krampus. It sounds like he's either Krampus. Hey, or Krampus. Hey, hey, hey. I don't make the rules. They just create them. So Krampus's <laughs> name is derived from the German word Krampen, which means claw, and is even said to be the son of Hell in some Norse mythology. Sick. The demon Santa also shares similarities to many mythological creatures from the ancient Greek religion, like satyrs, uh, for example. Uh, Goatman, anybody? The legend of Krampus is part of a central. Oh, don't old- mind if I do. Are you serving? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take some goat, goat man. man. I'll take some goat man. Uh, the legend I mean, if you insist. <laughs> oh, I don't know. 
The Legend of Krampus. Should we do it? Should we be bad? Should we have a little oh, go man? You know what? I've been so good. I'll, I'll have a little bit of a go man here. Let I mean, me what's going to happen? Krampus is going to take me to hell? <laughs> well, 20 now. Yeah, now I'm here to take you to fucking hell. Oh, frick. It, wait, is this Krampus or Krampus? Uh, no, I'm Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> There's a whole fucking group of us. The, we uh, got Krampus, 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 that's a little different, Krunkus, Dunkus, and Pumpus. The all right, we'll all the Wu-Tang Clan of Hell. <laughs> so the legend of Krampus. We're the Krumpang Clan. <laughs> the legend of Krampus is part of a centuries-old Christmas tradition celebrated in Germany and Austria, where Christmas celebrations begin early in December. Krampus is the counterpart to Santa Claus, who goes around rewarding children with sweets and gifts. Krampus would, in some variations of the story, travel around with Saint Nick and swat wicked children. What but do you think that, fucking, okay. What a fucking buddy cop. That what do they, that but also, be. what do they talk about? Like, they don't seem I very don't think they talk. It's, it's like a car ride with your dad, where you're just like... Uh, so, oh, so. Hey, uh, St. Nick, you want, a, uh, you want a smoke? You want a cigarette? No, uh, thanks, no Krampus. Oh, you want to you wanna look at my bag of children? Uh, no. Please, can I go home? Nah, uh, shut All up. I did was trip. Yeah, well, don't oh, fucking Krampus. trip next time, you dumbass. Oh, Krampus. Anyway, I'm uh, you such want a little an enabler. <laughs> I know you're... Santa I know Claus, you're, please help me. Don't, don't <laughs> talk to him. I can't, children. Krampus signed a contract with me, and I can't, I can't, I have a, an, uh, an NDA. <laughs> signed an NDA. Listen, I know you're flying the sled and all, but no, yeah, uh, I, I, just like I got a little, you want a little nip of whiskey? No thanks, I've got plenty of milk and cookies uh, in my future. <laughs> I, I yeah, like you're kind of fucking lame. Why do we do this every year? Why do you have to, <laughs> you say that every year, I, you know, I go home, I talk to hey, you know Mrs. I'm Claus, Miss, first you know name I'm Mrs., fucking I guess. Mrs. Claus, right? <laughs> I don't think she has a first name canonically. Oh, uh, she does. She screams it. She screams her when I'm fucking her. Krampus. I'm fucking Mrs. Claus. Oh man, Krampus, not again. Aw, oh, jeez. Is he becoming She's... Hank Hill? I don't know what's going on with Santa. Bong? Um, <laughs> um, well, now, Krampus? Krampus? <laughs> Alright, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so, yeah, so he throws them in a sack and then he takes them back to his lair like a dirty fucking kidnapper. According to the lore, Krampus shows up on Krampusnacht. Or Krampus Night, which is December 5th. The next day on December 6th, or uh, Nikolastauk, or St. Nicholas Day, when children go out to look uh, at the shoes they have left outside of their doors to see if they got presents representing good behavior or a Okay, rod, wait, so, so which sure. obviously I don't have any questions. The, the presents go in the shoes? Yeah. This is a big thing uh, outside of the shoes? U.S. I, I know, it's, it's, a very, it's a big thing, though, outside of the U.S. A lot I guess of, like, Krampus... Well, yeah, you've talked about that, Yeah, right? so a lot of, like, e like uh, Europe and Latin American countries, they do a thing where, like, you get your presents in. I mean, we don't do it for Christmas, but so in, in, in Latin America, we celebrate uh, Three Kings Day, which comes in January, and traditionally you leave your shoes out, and the Three Kings, for some fucking reason, just throw their gifts in there. St in your stinky, smelly-ass, dirty shoes. <laughs> they got a feet fetish. Yeah, look. Look, I wow. got a book. <laughs> I got get, a book. Imagine you get shoes. You get shoes in your shoes. <laughs> oh, Yo, there's oh. another shoe in here. Oh, I got another pair of Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, um, oh, these visual gags are going great. Audio, yeah, yeah, know, sonically. Uh, you know? For the, our audio listeners, Mason grabbed his shoe, put a book in it, and then he put a shoe in his shoe. Um, <laughs> so they go out and they and they look for their presents. And um, if they get a rod, it's bad behavior. If they get a, a present, a, it's, a it's rod of a just rod? a rod. Just a, f- a, a rod. what? Like a, a metal, metal rod? I th- a wood rod? I th- imagined it was metal, but it Krampus could not Krampus is like, be. I give you a rod every year, and then you build it, and I will come. You know, you build it, and we're going to get out of here and build me a spaceship. You know, eventually, when you put all the rods in the ground, you're in a cage, and then it's easier for me to catch you next year. <laughs> That's so. what it is, yeah. So, um, Krampus is sometimes reported to sport a cloven hoof and a human-like foot. Just and, one? Oh. Yeah, and it's not clear why, but this could be another way to present him as the devil of Christmas, as in many cultures, the devil also has mismatched feet. Uh, in Mexico, uh, the devil has a chicken foot and a goat hoof. So, fun little tidbit there. <laughs> so I've never, I never heard that yeah, about yeah. the devil. If you ever look at uh, like any like well, you Mexican know what they say about guys, guys with look. two different feet. Two different dicks. Ho, 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 no. or ho, ho, no to Krampus, boys. I say ho, ho, ho. I like it. Of course. It. I love course. Krampus. Yeah. I want I, I want to know what he talks to Santa about every year. I, I'm telling I you, it's like, a, it's like a car ride with your dad where you're just in silence, and then you, you'd go, so did you see that thing in, in, yeah. in, in politics or whatever? And then he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's crazy, huh? And they're like, yeah. I like to think it's more like they just keep and pitching things you're that eating they could talk and about, but they're never into it. Over <laughs> and he's like, he puts his hand out like this, so you give him a little of your snack, and then you don't talk about anything else for the rest of the car. <laughs> I imagine he's like sports, and they're like, no, oh, yeah. movies, no. no. They have literally nothing in common. You know, Travis I'm listening like, so to Santa, a new uh, podcast. <laughs> I don't listen to no, podcasts. You know what they have in common? They both love Joe Rogan. This podcast is brought to you by Joe, the Joe Rogan Experience. Don't, don't, don't ruin Santa Claus for me. <laughs> no, they both listen to Caller Daddy. You know, Krampus, I've been listening to this uh, podcast, and uh, apparently elk meat is very good for you. Apparently it'll get you real the reindeer slim. Are like, the reindeer look real nervous right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this year reindeer's what I want, pretty close to elk. Instead oh. of cookies and milk, I want reindeer meat and weed. <laughs> did you know? Did you know weed cure? Did you know weed literally cures cancer? You really? It literally Krampus cures it. Like, hey Santa, you? I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> yeah, Krampus is notorious for Santa, like. Santa, I don't like, know don't where you get fake information. information out there. I would check Snopes <laughs> on that. Political. I don't know perhaps. if it's true either. I got it from <laughs> Joe Rogan, and he just says shit. So mm, I wouldn't listen to Joe. I don't Rogan. know about Joe Rogan, but the I listen to Daddy. I goes. listen to Pod Save America. <laughs> Krampus, you're so politically aware. Krampus is did a leftist. Know, confirmed. Did you know Elon Musk is <clears throat> literally God? <laughs> oh man, oh man. He's a Santa. rich man, so we should pray to him. Apparently, Nick. Nick. <laughs> Nick I expect oh, more man, from Santa me. Claus sucks. <laughs> oh. I'm oh, he's going about, to space. Ooh. I'm thinking about only giving presents to... to oh, well. Never mind. <laughs> to <laughs> I... Oh, man. Oh, judgment is nigh, for the Belschnickel is I. Yes, he is finally nigh. I am nigh! Fans of The Office will recognize our next legend, that of the oh, Belschnickel. I guess I don't recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't know what comedy is. 
<laughs> Belschnickel is a loud... Thanks for having me, Jose. <laughs> ...is a loud, cantankerous guy dressed in furs and carrying a bundle of birch switches who visits children in the weeks before Christmas asking whether they've been nice or naughty in the preceding year. He is a figure in folklore from the southwestern region of Germany, brought to the U.S. by German immigrants who became known as the Pennsylvania Dutch. He is also known as Christkindl, Beltsnickel, Pelschnickel, and sometimes the Christmas Woman. Some see the Belschnickel as the, <laughs> the reason is because sometimes he's depicted as a woman, and traditionally, like women actors would play. Maybe he's just gender fluid. I well, that's yeah, fine. They, it's yeah. just it's weird that they're like these really German names and the Christmas woman and the Christmas woman. This yeah, is like <clears throat> this is like the the one from last episode, Mason, where the the, the Snallygaster was called all these weird octopus-like names, oh, and then just yes. the Go Devil, <laughs> the Go Devil. Um, some see the Belschnickel as the uh, amalgamation of the forgiving, gift-giving Saint Nicholas and Krampus, a horned half-goat, half-demon we just fucking talked about. So they had a love child. Yes, and it's the Belschnickel. Well, That's what they talk people... about on the sleigh ride. They're not talking. They're fucking. <laughs> real people know that Belschnickel is just a fucking furry. So. <laughs> real people know that? He was the, fr- he was the, first wor- he was the world's first furry. Yeah. The name Belschnickel is a compilation of the German word bells, which translates into fur, <laughs> and nickel, which refers to Saint Nicholas. He dresses in torn, tattered, and dirty clothes topped with a cloak of assorted furs, sometimes uh, adorned with bits of foliage, deer antlers, and other natural decorations, atop a head framed by long, tangled hair and a scraggly beard. He just sounds He's like just a fucking n- homeless man. <laughs> yeah. He it wears sounds a like cap. Santa's son. You know how Nicolas Cage has that son who's really like heavy metal and yeah, he yeah, really yeah. doesn't talk about him? This feels like Santa's son who's kind of like a homeless furry guy. Yeah. And Santa's yeah. like, oh, well, you're out of the family. Oh, man, I just think Santa's a really terrible guy. He wears a cap. He breaks into millions of people's homes a year. He's not a good person. Also, he, he demands yeah. a sacrifice. <laughs> He wears a cap of furs and more deer antlers. He often wears Does a he... scary mask. You know who he reminds okay. me of, Mason? He reminds me of the Leatherman from like a mm. qu- bunch of episodes ago. Yeah. I was just going to say, how good would a horror movie be where it's just like a homeless guy is like staggering down a highway, like picking up like roadkill and like draping it over himself and shit, you know what yeah. I mean? And then he makes it to a town and he starts kidnapping kids. I don't kids. know how you much of a horror movie, movie that is. You call that movie The Christmas Woman. Everyone's I call like, that movie. Homeless guy. I call that movie Friday Night. Oh, oh, you should um, stop doing that. You should release the, the police really are looking worried for about me. you. <laughs> is that why the one half of your background is fully pitch black? Is yeah, because that's like where all the, I don't want no, to. <laughs> I was going to say that's where all the children are, but I don't want to paint myself in that light. And I just did. Unlike Krampus, Belschnickel doesn't make the rounds with a fat old bastard in red. Instead, he visits the homes of children in the community on his lonesome. <laughs> hey kids, it's me. I'm all alone. Myself. That's what he sings. <laughs> Do you, you know think Belschnickel was like, "Hey, can I come?" And, and Krampus said, "Are like, no. oh, there's no, there's no room on the sleigh." He's like, "There's a magical sleigh. It extends." Well, see, because I pick up kids. Oh, well. I pick up kids, so there's gonna Krampus be more kids at the end of the ride. <laughs> yeah, than there is at the beginning. So also, there's room now. But we when have we a get thing against the Dutch. So. 
Nah, this we don't like, like you. We don't like your like, bork, 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 sweetest language. <laughs> this is the this is the sequel to Rise of the Guardians that I want to see. <laughs> Where they just, just bully the, Belschnickel? It's just all the terrible, like, super horrific Christmas ones. They're yeah. all just trying to hang out with you. Hey, uh, Santa, did you see Santa that or... fucking Belschnickel? We just passed him on the road there. Did you see he had that fucking deer antlers on his head? What a fuck, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> that guy sucks. Oh my god, he just walks around. Imagine walking and I not flying things. in a... What a foot. That's what I was just saying. I was just telling Krimpus and Dunkus that he was a fucking furry. Oh no, those guys are here this year. Damn it. What? You no, don't like no, Krimpus and Dunkmus? Uh, they're not my favorites. Well, Pushunkmus was... I don't... He had something going on. I gave him Christmas he off. He always does anytime I want to hang out. I don't think he likes you, Santa. That's a bummer. Anyway, I'm gonna go break into this kid's house. Alright, I'm gonna go fucking- I'm gonna go steal a kid. <laughs> the first hint of- and then they high five. Meet back here in ten. Alright! <laughs> the first hint of his approach is the tapping on the outside of the windows by the switches carried by the Belschnickel as he slips oh. through the darkness just outside the house. Oh god. Yeah. He's a, he's a creepy bastard. Then suddenly, the door bursts open and he rushes into the house, instantly menacing the children with his gravelly voice, jerky movements, and probing questions. Harry, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? You made me do it. Oh, you son of That's good. That's what I was going to say, too. Michael Gambon as the <laughs> Belsnickel. As the Christmas, as the Christmas woman. woman. So, good for him. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and um, so... He asks them uh, probing questions, and he quizzes the children on their relative naughtiness or niceness. This guy's just a, a, a creep. He's just playing creepy 20 questions. Have you been so good? Jesus Christ. Jeez. I was just asleep. I'm I just peed myself. Can I go questions. change my pants, Belsnickel? Did you or did you not go into your grandmother's room and take... Uh, what's this? A naughty kid? <laughs> a naughty kid under the sheets? <laughs> bury the platypus under the sheets! A naughty bury the platypus under the... I lost it. Also, I don't like where that... I don't like where that story's going. That <laughs> it's a naughty bury the platypus under the sheets. Ooh. Max, <laughs> Max, is this some of your fan fiction that you've been writing? This is written no. by Max Benyon. Go on MaxBenyon.com. You can find this no. one. I mean, go to MaxBenyon.com. It's but... called... It's called, um... Uh, Doofenshmirtz Evil and Fuxerated. Yeah, that's what it is. He's not very creative with titles. Like, I'll, I'll have to, I have to say that right now. So, he asks them, <laughs> have they been nice towards their brothers gross, and Max. sisters? You're fucking gross, Max. You have a real Thanks problem. Thanks for having there. me, Mason. <laughs> He's been, he asks them, have they been nice toward their brothers and sisters? Have they done their chores without complaint? Have they been respectful of their elders? Have they cleaned their rooms? What was something they did that was nice? This guy's a, a fucking narc. <laughs> No, I like this because at least there's fucking rules with Belschnickel. With Krampus, you can just make up what's naughty or nice. With him, at least, it's uh, like you, you know what to too expect. Many times. <laughs> so the children who can't attest to their niceness are worried with the threat of a SWAT or two with a bundle of birch switches. Okay, well I feel bad for like I feel hand. bad for like for like uh, um <laughs> shoot what's yeah? that what's it called when there's only one kid. <laughs> A single child? A single child? Okay. A one kid? One kid. 
It's called one kid when there's one kid. <laughs> I feel bad for like single children that like single children? have anxiety or stutter and they mm-hmm. can't explain what good yeah. deeds they did. Huh? And they don't have any siblings, so he's like, Did you do anything good for your siblings? And they're like, And then he's like, Oh, you're taking too long. Do you do anything good for your parents? I'm an orphan. Well, that's a punishment in itself, but I'm also going to swatch you. But also, again, at least he just hits them with a thing and doesn't yeah, drag yeah, them yeah. to hell forever. Right. He's, uh, he's a nice guy like that. And, um, no. <laughs> what? No. Well, this is just, I mean, this one. Krampus is like a mythical creature. This is just a homeless man who beat the shit out of kids in the man. 1800s. Yeah. He's just running around hitting people with shit. It's crazy how you can do anything and become a myth. Yeah. On the other hand, it was weird though, enough. On the other hand, those who felt confident in recounting their good acts could expect some treats from the bag that Belschnickel clutched in his other hand. Those treats. Oh, you're gonna get a stick that I found in the forest. <laughs> Here, here's this metal pipe. It's a metal rod. Here's this used that? heroin needle. <laughs> I found. Uh, I got a. Well, it's the end of the night, kid. But uh, let's see. I got a. I got a used condom. Oh no. A dead rabbit and ooh a half smoked cigarette everyone be wary I hear that people have been hiding Snickers bars in Bell Snickles heroin needles it's really (laughs) it's really scary Uh, (laughs) on the other yeah so he he gives them treats from this bag that he carries and the treats generally include small cakes candies and nuts I would not just take those fucking treats. Just all in one bag? Like, yeah. they're all just mixing yeah. together? Yeah. I wouldn't take like... them. One, because I don't... That, just, this guy's a dirty fucking bum. He just... He, he probably put a razor or meth in them. The, the, I'm not taking a, a, a goddamn cake from Belschnickel. Hey, you want some nuts? I got some nuts. <laughs> I got a handful of nuts for you. I've got, yeah, I got open some up loose, your hands. I got, some, I got some loose nuts in Dick my in bags. No, and they're kind of covered in lint and dirt, <laughs> but... uh. Oh, there's a pistachio in this one. You're a lucky kid. This is one of those I'm weird grandma strawberry cakes. <laughs> All right, fine. You can have a cake, but they've been in the same bag as the nuts, so it probably isn't going to make any difference. <laughs> and then he just leaves. He doesn't call the... Uh, uh, all right. I gotta... I gotta <laughs> see you. See you next year. Bill Schnickel <laughs> is out Schnickel. <laughs> oh, I wish you were alive to hear that, because that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. <laughs> ist, die, ist die Bell Schnickel eine Ho-Ho-Ho? Or a ho-ho-no. Ho-ho-no I mean, for me. It's a ho-ho-no for it Sounds me. like he's just doing what Krampus does. But right, but he's just he's a, dirty, a dirty homeless. A dirty I Krampus. entirely disagree with you, dude. Really? Because Nickel fucking it cracks me up. He's just a dirty homeless man, yeah. Krampus <laughs> I'd rather is a have spooky. a demon drag me to hell than this guy give me a cake. Then talk to the homeless? <laughs> Jose, that's really no, terrible. No, I'm an elitist. This is, this I is talk to people th- with houses. It's a thousand times scarier to think that just a man with mental illness could be like, hear this story and be like, I could do that. And then just does it. So, Uh, you know what I mean? In in, in Mexico, we're told, like, to be good or um, El Viejo del Costal will come get you. And that just, it's the man with the sack. But he doesn't, so he's like Belschnickel, but he doesn't give you anything if you're good. He He just fucking kidnaps you. So I don't like Belschnickel because he reminds me too much well, of Well, but Belschnickel, he doesn't kidnap anybody. He just hits you with I don't want his cakes! <laughs> I don't want... You mean his one cake? Because all those cakes just mash together into a yeah. weird pile of cake. And it's like, oh, this was a cheesecake. It was a chocolate I just, cake. Uh, I just break a piece of, like, cake nut and, and other <laughs> shit and just, you can have it. Ugh. Yucko, I say gross. that. It's now, like covered in hair, too. 
Now this oh, yeah, it's covered in a lot of hair, yeah. <laughs> now, this next one was suggested by uh, Planet Broadcasting Great Mate member Era Alishan, and uh, it was one that I had never heard about, as it was something that was a little from a little before my time. This is the story of The Grither. This something is a little before 1999? Yes. <laughs> Actually, by like 10 years, too. It wasn't even that much. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this started in 1989. Uh, I think like 85 or something. So, this, so that's this, monster, this monster better have shoulder pads and a perm. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm thinking. This is an interesting addition to our list because unlike almost all the members of this ragtag band, the Grither does not have its roots in any sort of cultural folklore, but rather was created by the mind of writer Michael Dow known for Beetlejuice and The Nightmare Before Christmas. Hmm. This comes from an article written by John Squires on BloodyDisgusting.com, which I will link in the show notes. The Grither first made its way into the pantheon of Christmas monsters as part of the television anthology series Tales from the Dark Side. McDowell's sole directorial effort, Seasons of Belief, the 11th episode of the third season of the show, stars the late E.G. Marshall from Creepshow fame as the father of two young kids who beg him to tell them a scary story on Christmas Eve. So he spins a yarn about the most fearsome, dangerous, and appalling creature in the world. A creature... Yes, your grandmother on your mother's side. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, nice God, one, Krimpus. I miss her so much. My nights are so lonely without her. I just wish she would. Without your, your grandmother on your, your mother's side, your, your nights are lonely. Well, it's it's like I was like because it's his it's his wife's mom, uh, his mother-in-law, but it's he's talking to his kids, so it's your grandmother's. No, it was a grandpa talking to his grandkids. Grandma. I'm sorry, I. You guys ruined my bit. No, but it's a father, right? It's no, a dad it's a, talking to his. Oh, kids. it is a father. I. So it's me. your mom's. It. Mother, yeah, yeah. which would be the kid's grandmother. Maybe he was having an affair with a grandmother. Maybe that's what I was implying. So I think I gotta go make sure that my shoes are out uh, for <laughs> Krampus. <laughs> There's a creature so fearsome that even saying his name aloud can bring his wrath upon you. A creature known as the Well, don't fucking say it, stupid. You said it like you dumbass. No, 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 I don't know what he looks like yet, but he just kicks down the door in Jose's room and just starts I don't even think he kicks down the door. It's just that thing where, like, the light flashes, and you can all of a sudden see him, and then it goes dark, and he's gone. Yeah, in between the flashes from red and green, it just, Yeah, there's just, like, eyes and a smile from behind him. Spooky. Now I'm scared. Essentially, the story of the Grither is quite like the story of the like Grinch. Comes out of the Christmas tree behind me. It's like fucking one by one, he like starts parts. taking. I've got like two doors. He opens, he opens both, both doors at the same time. Um, so, the story of the Grither is quite like the story of the Grinch, making Seasons of Belief something of a much less kid-friendly take on the classic animated tale. It also gr- kind of makes McDowell seem like a hack, but whatever. Yeah. The Grither, um, uh, he took the Krampus Krampus method of naming this guy. He yeah. was like, "Well, we got the Grinch, and now we it's got the, the Grinch, the Grinchor. No wait, the Grincher. No wait, the Grinch, the Grinch, the Grinch, the Grinch. I actually just got from Taco Bell a Gruncho. So. The Grither, Marshall's where they carry- took a, they take Doritos and they just fucking fist fucking full of now garbage. Now I want Taco Bell. I want that horrible garbage. I want to shovel it into my body. Look, the we Grither, got it. We go. We took I a got, Dorito. I've got a Christmas we, legend who could do that for you. Uh, we melted cheese on it. 
We melted cheese in this Dorito and then fucking dunked it in a vat of beans. They should be. You could they just should shove be it sentenced. in your fucking mouth. If children like, eat that, they get they get lashed by <laughs> Bellsticle. <laughs> Have you been good or bad this year? Have well, you eaten Taco Bell? I can <laughs> see it on your lips. Watcha! I like their I like their uh, chalupas. Yeah, yeah, I've never eaten that. Uh, the uh, Doritos Locos tacos are good. The Grither, Marshall's character explains, lives inside of a wrecked ship in a deep, dark cave on the opposite side of the North Pole from Santa. Every time a bell rings, an angel may get its wings. But every time the Grither hears his name spoken aloud, the father explains, the Grither's ear grows a little bit bigger. Like Candyman, if you repeat his name, he'll come to kill you. Is that a euphemism for something? Penis. (laughs) Every time he hears his name, he just gets a little... (laughs) Oh, yeah. He doesn't immediately... Show up though. He's his ears get bigger, but he still has to like take normal means of transportation to get somewhere. Like, so his ears ah, are just like. Her. By the time we're done with this podcast, his ears are like on the floor of the train he's on, <laughs> as he's just like, mm. I'm gonna fucking kill those kids when I get to them. Wrapping them around like a turban. Like a there's a three month. There's a three month delay. Yeah, I was all the way in the fucking Antarctic. Okay, he'll get a me. Long come, time. come March, I'm gonna be dead. Just watch. <laughs> Every There's t- a travel ban going on right now. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> my fucking ears are down to my dick. You too can torture the Grither from afar by selling his name every day. Grither, 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 Grither. His ears getting big and he can't go anywhere. <laughs> he still respects like the COVID travel ban. Yeah. So He's like, well, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> if you if you repeat his name, he'll come to kill you. He's tall as a poplar. But he can bend all the way over and touch the ground. The father explains, he looks like a road map. His skin is very, very white. Wait, and he all looks like a road map. Yeah, I because of, because listen part. because wait, his skin is very, very white, and all the blue and red veins show through. Oh, spooky! Oh. Yeah, the blue is for fear, and the red is for rage. The mother adds to the story. By now Actually, his ears are so big that he can use them as wings. The reason your veins are blue is because there's no oxygen in them. Why don't you shut your mouth? But then, well, when you cut it, the red turns red because the oxygen. No, goes. it's blue because fear and red for rage. <laughs> so, the I'm just picturing that drawing from Lilo and Stitch when he's like, when she's like, yeah, draw, the, filling it in as like good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> the, ep- <laughs> the episode spends much of its runtime hyping up the arrival of the Grither, and indeed he does make his presence known in the final moments. Three months later, because first the, train. the kid's uncle shows up to prank them by pretending he's the Grither, and then the real Grither shows up to prove the story's true. Massive veiny arms pop through the windows, snapping mom and dad's necks. A huge veiny cock steps through the door. <laughs> oh, no. A thick, throbbing vein. I was gonna say the, earlier, this sounded like a bad, like like someone trying to d- describe someone in a hot way, but they were feeling yeah. his skin was like a roadmap. <clears throat> yeah, he was as like tall a as a poplar. <laughs> it's like, well, this kind of works. But, but he could still bend all the way down and touch the ground. <laughs> and when he bends down, you can see those a very Firm. You can Round tell his blood cheeks. is filled with fear and rage. <laughs> uh, equally Dad? fearful and equally rage-filled. Dad? Like, ah, ah, all the time. I can't tell if he's going to beat the shit out of me or run away from me. <laughs> so anyway, veiny arms romantic? pop through the windows, snapping mom and dad's necks. Mashing, them, mashing together the legend of Krampus and Dr. Seuss's classic story of the Grinch, the holiday episode of Tales from the Dark Side managed to create a Christmas horror villain before the genre ever really had one of its own. 
ho 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 or ho ho no thank you not interested sir again i mean i love what we've done with him and we've made him this kind of like weird (laughs) man who lives in a broken ship who takes the train places but again (laughs) again it just sounds like another person where it's like well what's krampus but different and i'm just kind of like krampus but a remix if the Gritter made it on this list, I feel like the Grinch should be on this list as well. Yeah, why are we talking about the same? Fuck the Grinch. Yeah, well, right, exactly. Well, That's what I mean, I'm saying. The Gritter is just the Grinch, but yeah. the, he's, he's as equally made up as the Grinch. The yes. Gritter is to the Grinch what Bindersnickel was to uh, Krampus. the Krampus. Belschnickel. Yes. Bindersnickel. Bindersnickel is Belschnickel as played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Isn't Bindersnickel that, that Black Mirror Netflix thing? Oh, Bendersnickel. <laughs> Bendersnickel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what do you guys think? Then? I no? like. I I don't like it. No, I don't like it. It was fun to l- learn about it because I'd never heard of it, and I, I like and his... I want to check Tales from the Dark Side because it was like, it was what um, Tales from the. It was a predecessor. Predecessor, is that what it's called? Predecessor. Predecessor uh, to um, Tales from the Crypt. Crypt, basically. Okay, that's gotcha. So um, I, I, it makes me interested in watching this show, but. Uh, I do like Can't. I do like his look. I like like I like that it's yeah. different than just another furry dude with like a hoof. Yeah, you know I like that he's weirdly pale and you can see all his veins mm-hmm. and he lives in a broken ship on the other side of the North Pole. Like that's cool. That's, a cool. that's kind that's of fun. A cool house. Like that's like cool, yeah. you know Santa's like, well elves don't go anywhere near that big old broken ship over there. And Why they... not? Well, I can't say his name. No. So what the way it goes is Santa Claus goes. <clears throat> he takes his favorite elf out and he's like. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. And then he's like, what about that dark, scary place over there? He's like, are you fucking serious right now? Not just <laughs> I literally nice just, I just said, everything the light said. touches. You fucking, you know what? Get the other elf. You're not my favorite anymore. Get out of here, Bernard. 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 <laughs> Bernard. Bring in Francis. He's my favorite yeah. now. Um, okay, that was fun. Oh. Elves are not the only diminutive creatures associated with Christmas time. The Tomte, Swedish, uh, uh, or the Tantu, as he's known in Finland, or also called Nise in Norway, are solitary, mischievous domestic spirits responsible for the protection and welfare of a farmstead and its buildings. Tomte are folklore creatures uh, originally believed to stem from the soul of the first farm owner, then becoming a spirit, uh, f- then becoming a spirit figure, ensuring the farm's continuous care. Domte have a love for tradition. They don't like change. They are fucking boomers. They are ancestral <laughs> figures who demand respect. Did you say ancestral? They are ancestral figures who oh, demand good, respect. Oh, good, okay. Yeah. Farms that are was all- about to be icky. Because I thought you said incestual. They are incestual. <laughs> Barely, you didn't get that. Never mind, let's move Farms on. Farms were often isolated and, and inhabitants lived through long, dark winters. The Tomte figures sprang from their imaginations and became companions to keep solitude at bay. Tomte literally means homestead man and is derived from the word tomt, which means homestead or building. Nissa, as he is called in Norway, is derived from the name Nils, which is the Scandinavian form of St. Nicholas. A Tomte is described as a little old man, three feet high, with a long white beard, and wearing gray, brown, or navy clothes with traditional boots and sporting a bright red cap on his head. There are different dress codes for the different types of Tomtes. The ones living in the stables with the animals wear mostly uh, gray clothes, while the ones in the main houses are dressed more neatly, combining some color with a gray, such as blue or dark green. The Tomte residing in the pantry in the barn, watching over the household and farm, they are responsible for the care of the house and farm animals, especially the much-valued horses. The Tomte have an enormous capacity for work, but will not tolerate anyone's interference. 
A sure way to offend a tumte is rudeness. I think it's a sure way to offend anybody, I think. (laughs) Maids or farm workers swearing, dirty outhouses and stables, or not treating creatures well are all things that would incur his disapproval. If anyone spills anything on the floor of the house, it is advised to shout a warning to the tumte so that he doesn't fall into the puddle. Like a spoon. (laughs) Oh, never mind. (laughs) If he is ever offended in any way... I mean, Tom Day, watch out for the spoon! And then Tom Day's like, that, 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 oh, shit! <laughs> I made that joke before you finished. And, yeah. then, and then you, and I was like, oh, that didn't go where I thought it was. If he is ever offended in any way, he could play all kinds of pranks, such as binding all the cow's tails together, turning objects upside down, or breaking things, or, in other variations of the legend, the Tom Day will beat you half to death if you piss him off. I, I like to I like that he's like if you treat animals badly, I'm gonna treat your animals badly. Yeah, <laughs> this guy was kicking a cow, so we tied all the cows' tails together, and now they're just stuck together, screaming in pain. Yeah, like a rat king. <laughs> That'll like teach you. King, it's a cows. cow king. <laughs> cow king. They demand only the respect and trust of the homeowner and a bowl of jewel grot. Christmas oh, is that porch. all? He only wants utmost respect and trust for these fucking uh, gnomes with their old weird classes? That Okay. Hmm. With butter for Christmas Eve, these spirits will not remain in a home where, they respect, where respect is lacking, and thus the farmer home will not thrive and the inhabitants will be reduced to poverty. Get fucked. Hashtag get fucked by the Tom Day. Uh, Tom T considers. Well, that por- sounds different than you. Mean. Yes, it does. But I'll take it these either fucking, way. These fucking these fucking are fucking fascists. <laughs> you only you do things my way only, and if you don't, if you break my rules even the slightest, you and your family will fucking die in the cold. So he's just fuck these little assholes. I yeah. hate these guys. Also, did you say that they? Did you say that they all came from the spirit of the first farmer? It's in some variations, yes. So like one guy died and his soul split into just eight assholes. No, it would be like one <laughs> guy dies and he becomes there? a certain tumte. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. So one guy died and he became the only. So for a little bit there was only one tumte. Yeah. And then another to- another guy died and he was like, "Thank God, I've been really lonely." <laughs> As a, I've been, I've been really lonely ever since I went from being in a human old man to a slightly shorter human old man. That's it. That's the difference. That's all. I'm, I'm three feet tall now, but I'm still just a person. Are they physical? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I included a picture for you guys and I'll include it for everybody right here. Yeah. They're just a gnomes. They're just gnomes. gnomes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh. Atomte considers porridge his due and loves butter. In the old days, butter was a luxury consumed only on special occasions. The tale of the Tomte who got no butter on his Christmas porridge illustrates the consequence, the consequences of tampering with his favorite meal. Legend has it that one Christmas Eve, a servant girl decided to play a trick on the Tomte. She hid the butter for his porridge at the bottom of the bowl. When Tomte saw there was no butter on his Christmas porridge, he went to the shed and killed the best cow. He wanted to show them that he did not appreciate being begrudged a little a, a little bit of butter. Man, this guy's picky. I hate this guy. <laughs> yeah. He returned uh, to the barn to eat the porridge anyway. When he discovered the butter at the bottom of the bowl, he felt so bad that he walked to the neighbor's farm, took their best cow, and led her back to the stable of the cow he had killed. So he's a fucking... Well, that sucks wait. for the neighbors. Yeah, yeah. what the fuck he did the neighbors He could have just magic to bring the cow back to nope. life or something? According yeah, he's not magic. They're just little old men. That's it's, all yeah. they are. I they sw- don't... 
Also, I love how the fucking classic, like, this is a, it's a folklore tale in times where it's like, butter is a luxury, so you better waste some on made-up nonsense. Yeah. You know, <laughs> god damn it. According to folk tales, domestic spirits often steal from a neighbor to increase the prosperity of the farmer they make their home. Sure, that's kind of how stealing works. You steal from someone to increase your prosperity. What about? So, are there other? Are there like? Are these? Are they like gangs? Each each household has a gang of. of no, no, it's just guys? one. Each household would get one if you're lucky to get one. But I thought they wore different clothes depending on where they. What they yeah, yeah, but but traditionally, yeah, exactly. So you might get one that works on the farm, like outside in the barn. You might get one that works in the house. But there's no way of ensuring what kind of tone. I don't you get. fucking know, guys. Man, the only thing I like about these guys is this picture you put in the document, which is him like, kind of smiling, but he also looks kind of melancholy. He's smiling at this big ass bowl of porridge. I like and the cat in the background. The cat like, is am like I looking at the high? cat's looking at it like, yo, what? And then. <laughs> Um, um, I, but the artist who didn't make a color <laughs> distinction between the porridge and the snow on the windowsill, so it looks like he's got a big bowl of snow, and that's it. That's hot for some reason. <laughs> hot snow. I, yeah. Ooh, I think he's just got a snow. <laughs> Give me a plate of hot snow. Got a cigarette between his two fingers on the <laughs> other side, so like the smoke from the cigarette is rising. It's just hidden behind the bowl. Another fucking plate of fucking hot snow. A fucking okay. plate of snow for me. Huh? Same voice again. No, this one's slightly different. It's a little more, a little more in the throat, if you notice. <laughs> fucking love oh. Christmas. The yeah, tone player fucking. Yeah, done? so ho 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 or ho hell no. Ho ho hell no, no from me. These, these guys hate suck. These guys. They're they're just picky little fun. pricks. They're just mean. They're They'll just, beat the fuck out of you if you insult them. You could be. You want to play a prank on them because they play pranks on you, and he'll fucking beat the shit out of you. And they just do. They just do chores around the house. Yeah, like, which I just, guess is nice, but it's just like having an extra person, though. Yeah. Iceland does not just have one Santa Claus, <laughs> okay, moving on, but I rather guess. 13. 13 Yule lads. 13 half-trolls who some might say are the original bad Santas. They are menacing little creatures from Icelandic folklore who for many years did not do anything but play tricks on people and pillage for no apparent reason. I mean, yeah, that's kind of how that works. <laughs> Legend says that they li live deep in the mountains and only come down in December when they sneak into children's room for the 13 nights leading up to Christmas Eve and leave little presents in their shoes if the children behaved that year. The shoes make an another appearance. If they haven't behaved, the Yule Lads will place a bunch of rotting potatoes in them. The 13 Yule Lads each have their own distinct personality. Okay, well, I mean, rotting mm -hmm. potatoes is like... Not the worst punishment we've seen here. Rotting potatoes you don't go rot to like hell. a fruit does. It's just yeah, like, exactly. It's potatoes like, rot are just like you could just like shake it and it would just be like bloop and you're you're just done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, can we uh, can we break down these thirteen? Yeah. So <clears throat> there's sheep coat Claude. He tries to suckle ewes in farmers' sheep sheds. There's sure. Gold I have no questions about yeah. the guy who tries to suck milk straight <laughs> out of an yeah. animal's tit. Yeah, Gully okay, Gok, he steals foam from buckets of cow milk. Just the foam, right? Yep. Yo, so these mm -hmm. guys are real into milk. Not yeah, the yeah. milk, not the milk, this guy's just all about the foam that froth. on top of it. Yeah, yeah. And also, froth. 
Yeah, so sheep is into sheep and is in only to sheep milk, and Gully, he's all about that cow milk. Yeah. But just the foam, not the milk. Yes. Just the foam on it. There's okay, Stubby. Sure. He's short mm-hmm. and steals food from frying pans. Obviously. I mean, what? He's Stubby, so he does. Yeah. Oh, Max, do you have. Oh. Oh, fuck, it's hot because it's a frying pan. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He can't see where it is, so he's just burning his hand. (laughs) There's spoon liquor. He licks spoons. Wait, is that it? That's it. That's, that's, that's his whole thing. Man, there was a guy, who just, COVID, you know, there's a guy who, who just steals foam from milk, and you're mad about the guy who licks spoons? <laughs> no, I just think that's really there's funny. Pot Scraper, also known as Pot Licker. He steals mm-hmm. unwashed pots and licks them clean. Oh, that's actually really helpful. I like that <laughs> But he one. doesn't that give one. them back. He just keeps them. Oh, he just keeps yeah. them. Okay, that's not cool. Oh, yeah. There's Bowl Licker. He steals bowls of food from under the bed because back in the old days, Icelanders used to sometimes store bowls of food there. Com- convenient for midnight mm-hmm. snacking, I sure, guess. Sure, yeah. I, you don't have a, I have a bowl of yogurt under my bed. I was and every, every night at 3 a.m. I wake up, take one spoonful, <laughs> and put it back underneath my bed. How long have you had that same bowl under your bed? Yes. Well, it seems like it keeps growing, but I don't know. <laughs> There's Door Slammer. He stomps around and slams doors, keeping everyone awake. There's Skier Gobbler. He eats up all the Icelandic yogurt, which is called Skier. Hey, these are just the dwarves from The Hobbit. Yeah. When they all go to Bilbo's house and they're just messing with stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, these are just... These are Santas, you said? They're they're like... They're... What are they, Jose? They're what are half these little trolls, goblins? but they're like Iceland's version of a Santa, I suppose. I'm sure yeah, I, they Santa still believe sucks. in Iceland. In Iceland, I'm sure they still believe in Santa. Imagine if like we had a Santa, but all he did was lick spoons. <laughs> How do we know he doesn't? We- That's a good point, actually. We don't know that Santa doesn't lick our spoons at night. Krampus, I'm not done yet. One There's night, still Krampus more. was like, hey, Nick, bet you won't lick all them spoons. And then he was like, oh, you're fucking on, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> There's Sausage Swiper. He loves mm-hmm. Stalin's stolen sausages, not Stalin's sausages. Although he probably stole some from Stalin. It's true. There's no, probably not, because he just lived, these are just uh, for these Iceland. Are just from Iceland, yeah. <clears throat> There's Window Peeper. Sure. He likes to creep outside windows and sometimes steals the stuff he sees inside. Okay, that's just the local just neighborhood creep who got caught staring into people's windows and was like, yeah. "No, I'm one of the Santa guys. I promise." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, actually, the more you read about all of these are just one. This is all three. Let me introduce you to my one. twelve best friends. <laughs> it's just this is just one creepy fucking disgusting pervert. This is just one who keeps getting boy. caught, oh, and he's like, "No, he I'm not the guy who licks. Yeah. I'm not the guy who steals sausages. That's sausage swiper. I'm he the guy who licks every time. He's like, I'm the guy who licks the bowl clean. Like my name guy, is Bowl That guy from Avatar: The Last Airbender yeah. when they go to that yeah. one yucky town yes. and he just, just one yeah. guy. Yeah. He's like, yeah. now I'm spoon licker. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna catch me? <laughs> oh, I just imagine the cop too being like, oh, oh, you're a different guy now. Oh, you're what do you? Oh, so what? You, what's your name then? I'm the door you're slammer. A di- <laughs> you're a different guy who licks spoons. So what's your name yeah. then? Hang on. Uh, Mm-hmm. Spoon what is it? Liquor. Oh, spoon a spoon liquor. liquor. And the guy who ca- who licks all the pots clean. What's his, his name again? Pot liquor. And the guy who slams doors. Is his name Door Slammer? Well, when you say it, it sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> There's Door Sniffer. He has a huge Wait, nose and an insati- insatiable appetite for stolen baked goods. 
Alright, wait a minute. Sniffer. Hold on. Door Sniffer breaks a pattern that the rest of them formed. Where the rest of them got their name from doing the thing that their name is. This guy is like, call me Door Sniffer. Are you going to sniff doors? I steal no, goods. I'm stealing bread. <laughs> There's Meat Hook. He snatches Are you sure up. you don't want to be like bread? Like, do you want to be bread stealer? No, I want to be Door Sniffer. Are we sure that Hannibal Lecter isn't part of these guys? Because his <laughs> name is just as obvious as to what he does. Meat Hook, he snatches up any meat left out, especially smoked lamb. Sure. And then finally, and he's got a big hook like they use to pull comedians off yeah. stage, too. And then finally, yeah. there's Candle Beggar. He steals candles, which used to be sought after items in Iceland. His name should be Candle Stealer because he's not really begging he's for not candles. Really begging for him. I mean, also, Please. again, it's weird that you're hooked up on Candle Baker and not Door Sniffer that steals bread. Ah, <laughs> that makes sense to me. Well, I think he, I assume he was sniffing the bread through the doors, yes. and then he would steal the bread. Yeah. Anyway, That's fucking you'll stupid. Ho Ho or you'll No No. No, I'm, a, I'm for these guys. I think they're. Funny. I think they're for weird. These guys? Are you no, standing these for, assholes? I'm not rooting. These I'm guys are, This is a Yule Lad Stan account. These guys are them. so much worse. Yeah, I submit to their Patreon. Then, they're so much worse than the than the other guys we just made fun of. Yeah, I don't the like them farm because, guys. because yeah, I I mean I do like them. I think I'll they're weird. What they, the legends that I have to talk about are kind of why I anyway, like them. Yeah, so Max, but, I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Are you sure, Mason? Okay, I'll go. These fucking little creep bags are sneaking in, licking spoons, stealing sausages, licking pans. They keep licking shit. Stealing the foam from your milk. And you're like, oh, these guys are kind of cool. These guys are fucking psychopaths. I don't want them to come to my house. I don't live in Iceland, but I think they're kind of fun. I like their gimmicks. I think they're funny. At least they're honest about who they are. Not door sniffer. <laughs> That's or true. Candle not. That's true. Or candle beggar. Well, those guys, yes. I hate those guys. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they're batting like 11 out of 13 for you. <laughs> yeah. No. So, gotcha. Max, I believe you also brought some legends to share I with us did, that are because, tied to our Yule lads specifically, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, let me just hop right into this. Um, my my first legend is um, I'm assuming it's Grilla or Grilla. I don't know. It's something like what that. What is it? Grilla? I'm yeah. just going to pronounce it Americanized. Grilla? Um, I think it's, it might be Grilla or Gryla. Okay. She, I, she shows up on uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina for anybody that listens to, or watches oh, that Oh, well, am I... Okay, well... And the Yule Lads do, too. Okay. I like the Gripper better. The Grither? Grither. <laughs> the Gripper. <laughs> Not the Gripper, the Grither. <laughs> All right, so I've I've got a uh, uh, Grilla who is also sometimes known as uh, I- Iceland's Christmas witch. She's the Christmas witch, um, not to be confused with the Christmas woman, who, as we know, is the Belsnickel. Um, so tales of the witch, whose name translates roughly to Growler, uh, date back to the 1300s. Uh, one of the many poems about her reads: "Down comes Grilla from the outer fields with forty tails, a bag on her back, a sword in her hand." coming to carve out the stomachs of the children who cry for meat during Lent. I'm assuming it rhymes in Icelandic. That's me. <laughs> what a Just good poem that was. Shit. Every Lent I would be I... like, I want some meat. <laughs> the I... Grilla would be like... <laughs> I, love, I love the Grilla with all of my heart. She's yes. amazing. So she's got a horned tail and a, and a bag used for putting naughty children in. Where do you think all these guys get their bags for children from? Um... Children's bag dot R us. Mm. <laughs> dot R us, huh? God, that's their website. 
It's on the dark web, stupid. You think they were going to get a .org for bags for children? <laughs> what, what did you think? What did you you expect them the ba- the children bag store to have a normal website? I like yeah. the idea that you that's fools. where Santa got his bag for his toys, but he's he's a rebel and he's like, I'm not going to use it for children. And they're like, you suck, Nick. Jeez. Yeah. He's Anyways. he's not a rebel. He's just the prude. Once. He's one the time. Prude. He's the dweeb ever since, of the group. Ever since Santa bought his bag, they've had to put that little tag on him that says, only intended for stealing children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because one asshole ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> Started using it to put toys in to give to children. Yeah. What? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and then Bellstickle's like, I get it. And they're like, shut up with your stupid potato you sack even, with cake You don't in even it. have a magic bag. You just have a dirty sack full <laughs> of cake, you asshole. You're just a dirty, asshole. dirty man. <laughs> All right, so uh, at one time, Grilla had a husband, uh, but mm, she ate yes. him uh, due to boredom, it would seem. You know, uh, the accounts. That's how I hope so, I You know, when out. you get bored of your significant other, so you eat him. Well, Mason uh, might. I'm sorry, so. did you just say you wanted to be eaten, Jose? No, I was kidding. Okay. Bored? So Mason has this whole thing about eating people that we don't have yeah, to get into. No, I've heard yeah. about this, I think, yeah. It's just not that big of a deal. Okay. Meat is meat. <laughs> I disagree meat with is that. meat. It's all just meat. No. We're all just meat. No. It doesn't matter. You no. should be able to eat any meat that no. you want to eat. No. You should be able to kill people, but you should be able to eat meat if it's dead. No. So Grilla is also visit however, my website <laughs> www.cannibalrights.com and no, please dot, sign a petition. <laughs> We're, excuse me, don't you fucking besmirch cannibal rights, okay? Oh, so we sorry. deserve we deserve rights, all right? Stop fucking stomping on us. I'm gonna so call Grilla you. is also, however, a matriarch. You're uh, on a so- watch list now, Mason. I hope you're okay with that. Can I talk I'm about on a Grilla? Fucking... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Grilla gets to eat people. No, yeah. yeah, she ate her husband. Alright, so she's a matriarch. Some accounts list a second husband, but the main squad, all of whom live in caves in the mountains of Iceland, consists of Grilla, the Yule Cat, and the Yule Lads. Uh, I found two articles which differ on when exactly Grilla became the mother of the Yule Lads, with one of them saying it was the 17th century, she just got assigned to being their mother, Um, and another saying it didn't happen until the early 19th. Uh, And that same article claims that uh, the 19th century is also when Grilla became connected to Christmas for the first time, when she became kind of that family... Um, excuse me, it's actually, it wasn't until the late 1970s that you, <laughs> Grilla became father of the U-Lads. This post is actually very disappointing to me. This is fucking stupid. You don't even know what you're talking about, saying that Grilla was the father of the U-Lads before 1970. That's just stupid. Shoot, post. we got a Grilla stand in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. People are always saying Santa's the best. No, Grilla's the best. <laughs> Anyways, before that, yeah, she was more think, of a... I just think that people don't really get what Grilla's really about, you know? Even Grilla fans don't even understand Grilla well. You know what yeah, I mean? The only well, person who a... knows Grilla is Grilla, all right? To be fair, it takes Lucas. a pretty... It takes a high George IQ to Lucas. be able to understand <laughs> Grilla. Yeah, yeah. Before that, she was more of a spirit of the Icelandic winter in general, a monster which would close in and steal those who misbehaved, that sort of thing. Um, do you want me to talk about the Yule Cat and just yes, kind of talk yes. about this whole family because dynamic? Because it sounds, it sounds like, it sounds like Grilla might be the woman made for me mm-hmm. because I love cats and I've got strong opinions about eating people. Yeah. And it seems like Grilla <laughs> might Sorry, be Cheyenne, kind of Sorry, Cheyenne, your man yeah. has been stolen by Grilla. <laughs> by Grilla. Yeah. She's stolen right. my heart because she cut me open and took my heart. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Aww. Meat so, cute. <laughs> meat? Meat. M-E-A-T. 
Wow. <laughs> so, so the Yule Cat's name is, I'm going to butcher this, but it's like Yolakatorin? Yeah, yeah, Something yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, so in Iceland, they have this sort of threat. I'm Icelandic, tra- I know. They have this sort of threat tradition where those who finish their work get new clothes, and those who don't, or are lazy or procrastinate with their work, uh, don't get new clothes. Uh, So to encourage children to work hard, so Mm. as to be worthy of new clothes, it is said that the Yule Cat can always tell if you worked hard based solely on your fashion. Uh, New clothes? You're good. No new clothes because of laziness? Sorry, pal, you're going to get sacrificed to Yolikatorin. Straight up eaten. Without those it's fresh just, threads, you know what I mean? It's a cat that eats unfashionable people? <laughs> yeah. It's just a queer eye cat. <laughs> I He's very catty about clothes. It's a Tam France, <laughs> yes! but a cat. Yes! Yes! <laughs> that was a really good joke, Mason. Yes! He's Fuck very yes! catty. Ten comedy points for Mason! <laughs> oh. wow. Yeah, so the cat goes around. He's pretty big. He goes around and... And, you know, if, if you're not wearing... Which I think is really a dangerous game to play. Because, yeah, maybe a lazy person doesn't have new clothes. But what if someone just couldn't afford new clothes? What if someone is just clothes? fucking poor? <laughs> this cat was just like... You fucking elitist cat. Do you have Actually, new clothes? <laughs> like, no, well, the you see, like, the thing is, I'm, I'm very poor. And I don't Actually, have money. Actually, dri- thrifting has become a very popular oh. source of fashionable clothes. I don't have any new clothes. I want you guys to guess how old this story or tradition is. Like, if I give you a range, years old. two thousand. He like said if, he was gonna give us a range. Like I, I two thousand years old. Two thousand years old. Two thousand years old. Like if I give you a range, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Yeah, probably because that Yule Cat's gonna eat you for that ugly ass sweater. Oh, oh. he got me. Oh. All right. Got him. Okay, give us a range. I'm I sorry. give you a range from 16th century to 19th. What century do you think this tradition 16th started? 16th century. In? No. 16th through the 19th? Yeah. Which one is 2,000 years in? 17th century. None of them are 2,000 years Yeah, ago. what? I don't well, know how centuries work. They're 100 years, years, right? Yeah. Uh, 17th okay, century. Okay, I get it now. Well, uh, that you just split the middle. You piece of shit. You're doing like the fucking... Uh, uh, God damn it. Uh, I'm going to go 19th. 18th. I'm going to go 18th. All right, I guess it's... Is it Price is Right rules? Mason gets it. It's actually... Yes. So it's a... Uh, uh, first printed in the 1800s, so the 19th century, and not even popular until the 1900s. So this is like a pretty new one. So yeah, anyways, Grilla and the Yule Cat are also <laughs> at home. Feel time, Jose and I are doing a bit. <laughs> so, so anyways, Grilla and the Yule Cat are also at home with the Yule Lads these days. They're all living together. Wow. Oh, I mean, I don't like the Yule, the Yule Lads suck, but Grilla and the Yule Cat, I love. I like them all together. I, don't like I think they're fun family. as a family unit, yeah. like a mom and 13 sons that, are, that lick spoons and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah it's that's actually the more you think about it, the sadder it gets for the Yule Lads. I mean, Mason, so like, I like all living with their mom I don't like the you. Mountains. I like well, your parents like, and, your, and your brother, but I don't like you. I'm just imagining Gr- Grilla like, like uh, it's just really hard because the spoon licker won't stop licking spoons and... I just, you I'm know, we tried, to, we've tried I'm medication. To raise these kids. I, Mason, we've tried medication. Mason, we've tried therapy. This is where you step in. We've tried, we've tried everything, and he just, they won't yeah. stop licking spoons, Wait, the one, Mason. he keeps stealing just foam from milk, and it's just really, really hard, you know, <laughs> and I mean, Mason, Jose's got a point, Jose, oh yeah, I'm well aware, I'm sliding into her DMs mm-hmm. as we speak, you can, you can, you can whip these boys into shape, yeah, it's true, yeah. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be Step like, Stepdaddy Mason, first off, door sniffer, we're gonna start with that name, you either you need gotta to start, either, either start sniffing, sniffing doors, or you're doors changing, or changing your name, yes, 
Okay. Okay. I got two. I've got. Okay, keep going. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I've got two more. I've got two more. Uh, Frau Perchta or Perchta? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, First off, I never knew that the 12 days of Christmas uh, were from December 25th to January 6th. Oh. I didn't know that until I was reading these articles. Uh, And I found that out because I was reading about the German Austrian holiday folklore monster. Frau Perkta, I'm assuming is how you say it. Mm-hmm. And then the horse is Winnie and it's like young Frankenstein. Uh, she gives gifts to good people. <laughs> she gives gifts to good people and punishes sinners by cutting out their internal organs and replacing them with garbage. Good. So earlier when you guys were talking about Taco Bell and how it's garbage, I was like, Frau Perkta's got you. Yeah. She'll cut you open and just put the Taco Bell right in. <laughs> this is where your organs should be. <laughs> oh, Frau, Frau, this is actual food. What are you doing? You guys really eat this? <laughs> Oh, wait, I thought this was fuck? just a joke. This is disgusting. You guys, oh, what this is fuck? garbage to our country. She's what also a dietitian. She's also a dietitian. This is what's interesting, though, is that that's not too far out of left field. Uh, the sins in question that she does this to people for, uh, just mostly people who just didn't like holidays or, like, didn't eat a lot at feasts. Ebenezer Scrooge. You're or if they're dead. lazy. She, like, that's what she views as sins. She's like... Hey, are Jesus you not Christ. having a good time at Christmas? And they're like, I just don't like Christmas too much. And she's like, garbage in your guts. That's what I say. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get <laughs> murdered by this chick. Jesus Christ. That's why I love Christmas. Hi, I'm Jose. Oh, brought man. to you by Big Christmas. Oh, this song again. God, you're so fast. <laughs> oh, you're putting garbage in my guts. Man, I really oh, don't no. like. You know, I love Christmas, but this this snow is is a bit of a hassle. No. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Is that a banana peel? Oh, that's good for composting. <laughs> I always you should be recycling like, the plastic. Just like cartoon garbage. Just like, eh, it's a banana peel. It's The, it's the fish skeleton. Fish skeleton yeah. just in your guts. In your guts. <laughs> I'm going to put garbage in your guts. That's what she sounds like. Yeah. Other, as all Christmas monsters do. Other accounts I, re- uh, I read, however, say she is obsessed with cleanliness and good manners. Well, also, she's putting she, fucking garbage in my, in my Also, stuff. well, I think if you don't clean your room, she'll put your room garbage in your guts, I think, is the idea there. I mean, she could just help me clean. I feel like there's other yeah, But then you have to clean up all the blood after cutting them open and shoving garbage in their guts. <laughs> now, that's your problem once you're full of garbage. But I'm dead. <laughs> I can't do it. You're not dead. You're just lazy. Get up and clean up all this blood. Well, <laughs> eventually, Bell Sniggle will come in and clean up what he can yeah. and put it in his bag. And oh, don't! Cakes. Eventually, the fourteenth Yule brother blood drinker will come in, and he'll just—he'll be like all up and down right. until the room's clean. His name wouldn't be blood drinker; it would be like Jerry, and he just happens to be the blood drinking one. Steve. <laughs> you guys all have really weird names. What's his name? Oh, that's that's Steve. Why do you say that? He's the only one that's got a normal name. Fucking. Steam drinks fucking blood, okay? When you're not like, I like getting into it. We don't, don't, we don't That's talk, not as don't fun as, you know, you know, it's kind of Please fun. Don't. It's like, hi, I'm Spoon Licker. Hi, I'm Door Sniffer. Hi, I'm Blood Drinker. I am fucking Steve. <laughs> I'm fucking Steve. You got some blood? Oh, you got some blood on the outside of your body. Okay. It'd be a like... shame if Steve just got up in there and started... I'm just picturing, I'm just picturing Chang up. from Community as Blood Drinker. <laughs> We, he's attached to Star, so I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> I'm gonna eat your dog and wear your brother's skin, like skin like pajamas. I'm gonna wear your brother's skin like pajamas. Also, 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 Frau Perkta can transform into a goose, and uh, and this this same source claims she's <gasps> the inspiration behind Mother Goose. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, don't you remember the rhyme in Mother Goose about how when you're gross, she cuts you open and shoves garbage in you? Yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. All right, I got one more. Okay. Uh, this guy's kind of... I feel like he might live near the Belsnickel. Does, did you say the Belsnickel lives in the woods? Is that what you said? Uh, no. Well, it's oh. not really explained where he lives. He's a homeless <laughs> He's man. Homeless he doesn't man. have a home. So right, sure, sorry, yeah. Okay. Okay, so to get us into this guy, I'm going to ask you guys to picture Jeff Bezos. If you could please picture Jeff Bezos, okay? The worst man alive. Well, Yeah, so picture of. Jeff Bezos. Now, imagine he's French. <laughs> oh. So a little mustache. Yes, also that he created Amazon uh, via black magic and making deals with the devil. So you mean how he normally created yes, Amazon? Yes, so, so just like Jeff Bezos, but he's Jeff French. Bezos, but he's got a beret and one of those mime shirts on. Yes, so and like a baguette all... and a cigarette, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like all his money Oh, oh rhymes... workers' rights mean nothing to me. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. People oh. die in my factories. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> 26 bathrooms oh. in my house. Vous oh, êtes, you better uh, learn to poop in ten minutes. Oh, oh, oh. You better learn to poop in ten minutes, or else no bathroom for you. <laughs> man, no. fuck that guy. So, anyways, I'm a guy... piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the fifteenth, you will add shit eater is like, yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... I think there's finally a time for a collab between Steve the blood drinker and shit eater. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> that's who Hans Trap is. That's the guy I'm talking about. His name is Hans Trap, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know he's Jeff. He was very rich, and he made all his money just through black magic and dealing with Satan. Uh, so the Pope. Like me. Sh- no, so I'm, then I'm he poor. was so he was so bad <laughs> that the Pope shows up and excommunicates him. Ah yes. Right. He's like you're out of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Then. Hans Trapp's why? hometown. Why? Because of the deals with the devil? Is that, is that why? why? Is that, is that why, why I'm out? Pourquoi? All of the devil. All of the deals with the devil. Oh, the Pope, you, <laughs> you piece of shit. Ah, uh, merde. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, I speak some French. All right. So is it because of the blood pentagram I carved into <laughs> my stomach? Oh, is that it? Mm. You know who helped me carve this into my stomach? It was Fra Alberta. Hey. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're so, getting that bitch next, too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Catholic Church. I would watch that movie. Yeah. It's the Catholic Church hunting down all these terrible Christmas monsters. Just but we're rooting for the fu- monsters. With a, with a fucking yeah, I was going to say, but at the end, at the end, <laughs> the, end. the real monster is the Pope. <laughs> because yes, of what he does. Guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, like in like real Catholic, life. aren't you? Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, uh, okay, I mean, we can't pretend like the Catholic Church has yeah, never no, done they're, anything they're not wrong. Above criticism. You know this. No, I know this. So, anyways, uh, then Hans Trapp. They also hometown. sponsored this show, though, so there goes all our money. <laughs> Wait, it's just sponsored. We were Wait, getting uh, money? <laughs> we're money? Well, you weren't. I was. I'm a Catholic boy. <clears throat> the, no, Jose, he's, they're not sponsoring the show. They're pairing you off for. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyway, continue, Ma- cool. Max. So then Hans Trapp's hometown takes all his money and land, and they banish him into the woods. Right. They're like, we take from you your land. <laughs> and I cast you out. And I cast you out. And they and they just send him out into the woods, and they're like. That's a little fool. You know, they wipe their hands, and they're like, they did it. You know, we did it. He's done. He's, he's gone. Woo. Bada bing. Bada. Oh, bada no. Bada bing. Bada boom. Bada. And oh, then no. he's in the woods. He's in the woods like, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh no, guys! Wait, what? no. What? What's that? What? what? Oh my! I don't. Oh what? my God! He's got a ladder. He's climbing no. the ladder. 
Jesus I, Christ! I, I wrote I wrote this bit out. If you could just let me do this bit, just this one time. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Nah, I'm just kidding. You guys are good. Oh, watch out! Watch out! Watch out! <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Oh no! I don't think I'm have the same script as you guys. No, you guys, you guys. What's what's that? What's what's that in the woods? It's not in the script. Is that what? Is that a wooden shack? Uh, made of sticks? That's weird. And outside yeah. of the shack is is that a is that a scarecrow? It no, seems actually, no. that's not that. Oh, no, it, guys, it, I don't it know what. It isn't a scarecrow. Why are you guys this weirded out by a shack in the it's, woods? It's just no, that's a normal thing, right? It's not a scarecrow. It's it's oh. Hans' trap. <gasps> he's he's stuffed hay in his clothes as a disguise. But that's oh, and that's what. And now he's stalking a young boy for what is definitely not his first kid's meal. You oh, guys, no. I'm going to be completely honest. I, this is on me. I've been. I was the guy that was supposed to watch him. I, I thought something it, was fishy when he didn't move for three months. He's just <laughs> been standing still for three months. But I thought maybe it would be okay. Is this, uh, is this a funny way to tell the story? I'm going to stop doing it this way. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, Hans Trapp just lives in the woods and he starts eating kids. And he's been eating kids for a while. Uh, you know, That's why I, he said that wasn't his first kid's meal. Yeah, I said, yeah. yeah, I thought that was a pretty good line. That was a good one. And then, oh, uh, then like this it, one yeah. time, uh, this, uh, on a fateful day, he's he stabbed this boy with like a spear. And he's taking his body back to his shack to cook him up, Mason style. Because, uh, you know, Mason's a cannibal. A la Mason. <laughs> a la Mason. <laughs> He's carrying him back. When God strikes him down with a bolt of lightning. I like how God inter intervenes in this one. Life. I know, I know. That's what I was Every say. Like, other one. He's like, that's fine. <laughs> like, all accounts well, say that God did this. Like, it's confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, God also, took credit. Also, he's been eating kids for how long before God like was like, yeah. I better put a stop to this. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where it wasn't brought to his attention. Like, it was on some uh, angel's desk, and he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then he took it to God, and God was like, what the? You're telling me this now? God, give me it's my lightning years. bolt. It's been years. He breaks the glass in case of emergency yeah. use, pulls out the lightning bolt. <laughs> Oh, 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 my name's Hans Trepp, eating boys in the woods. Been doing this for 15... <laughs> but it doesn't end there, you guys. Hans oh. Trapp died that day, but many say his ghost still haunts uh, children Freddy before Christmas. Dressed as a scarecrow. As is the case with many Christmas That's legends, great. it's so that they'll be good and eat their vegetables or whatever. Yeah. He, just, he used to eat kids, but now he goes to kids as a ghost scarecrow man, and he yeah. says, Eat your broccoli! Ooh. Or I'll Ed fucking eat you. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I, I like that he's a scarecrow. That's like Jeepers Creepers. On strap. I'm back from the dead to tell you to eat your broccoli. C'est moi. C'est on strap. Vous devez, vous devez manger. This fucking nerd. Just kick him out, Jose. How do I kick somebody out of the... We have no tolerance for French-speaking people on this podcast. We do we do we don't terrible get many, caricatures of French people only. We don't actually speak the language. We don't get many downloads in France, oh, no. so we haven't bothered to learn any French. You're That's only why this, allowed... This, we get a tons of downloads in Germany. That's why this, this episode was very German-heavy. You're only oh, allowed you're to, do, to, your to do... Yes. You're only allowed to do French if it's heavily stereotypical what? and not representative. Oh, man. Oh, man. Come on. Um, anyways, so about all those, all those four things, what, what do you guys say? I, I like Grilda and her little Yule lads, but as a family. Yeah. I don't like... Uh, individually... I think the Yule cat on its own, though, is pretty sick. No, yeah, the, the Yule, Yule cat I cool. love the Yule cat. I like this, I like I, this I like Yule cat. This last just like, one. are you wearing new clothes? I like yeah, Hans or, No, sorry. No, I don't like Hans Trap. Well, right. I like Hans Trap. I like Hans Trap, actually. I like he's a scarecrow. He's a scarecrow. That's oh. kind of fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. And then Frau Perkta. Fuck that 
bitch. I don't like her. <laughs> Mother Goose. I like herself. I like the idea that she cuts people open and shoves garbage in them. That sounds like a really that's a fun that's a fun way to murder people. Yeah, that's a I fun suppose. little gimmick. Yeah, I like yeah. her little gimmick. If I was they call me the trash guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> I cut you open and I put trash in you. Is that the line? Is yes. that the line from? Yeah, that's that, it. That famous like Danny DeVito, DeVito he just said that in an, in an interview. Yeah, out of nowhere, unprovoked. Now we take a turn from folklore and weird and strange creatures to uh, some lighter legends. Hmm. Now we all have our own different takes on Christmas and the celebrations around it. For me, my family opens gifts on Christmas Eve, and we put uh, more emphasis on that day than the actual day of Christmas. As we have heard, other countries have children leave their shoes out for St. Nick and his counterparts to leave gifts in. His counterparts. Like, Santa wants anything to do with these people. <laughs> Krampus he tolerates, but yeah. he's like, don't associate me with these guys. Boys, I'm sorry, you called you... me the, you think the Yule lads are part of, no, no, no. He's like, no, 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 no. This is a no-fly list. These fuckers <laughs> are at the top. Uh, boys, do you have any tradition? Get out of here, Krampus, with these fuckwads. <laughs> Do you have any traditions that might be considered unorthodox or unique that uh, does? Yeah. What is it, Max? Well, for uh, for Christmas Eve, we, we, we get Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we watch the 1970, uh, 1974, I can't remember, uh, adaptation of uh, The Christmas Carol with Albert Finney. It's really good. And then uh, and then we open our, our, our we have one Christmas Eve present that we open on Christmas Eve, and then the next day we open the rest of our presents. You guys also have a Charlie Brown tree that you keep downstairs too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then we also don't we don't have a Christmas feast. We just have a Christmas breakfast on Christmas mm. Day. So, Mason, uh, we used to um, go to bed with razors under our pillows, and then when we wake up, we would see who we could slash first, who would get sla- the most <laughs> slashes, and whoever got the most slashes, they got to open their presents last. Wow. Oh, I thought you meant that you were slashing, like, the people, the multiple beings who are entering your house on Christmas Eve. Well, my family. Each of my oh. family members wake up, and we slash each other with razors. Oh, and at, at, we wake up at 8 o'clock, and by 8.30, whoever's got the most razor cuts on them from their family members, he, they get to open all their presents last. Who was it, normally? Uh, normally, it was, uh, it was uh, my brother. Yeah. He's, he, I'm shorter, so I could, like, right, duck yeah, and yeah. weave. Yeah. He seems like he would be the one th- to get the most mm. slashes. Yeah. Yeah. But don't yeah, you yeah. want the most slashes so you no. can open your presents? No, they have to open, open the presents, presents last. last. Oh. Yeah. We it's in order, so like the fewest razor oh, slashes yeah. first. It's second, like golf. Third, so yeah, it's like golf. Yeah, None it's those... like golf. Everything about that. Well, was except like for golf. you want to get as many slashes as possible. You just want to receive as few slashes right, as possible. Right. Yeah. 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 So none of those have anything. This year, I got a stick that I'm going <laughs> to tie a razor to. Oh, wow. Is that allowed yeah. in the rules? Listen, once the razor fight started, mm, the Schrader family, there's no rules. So this, uh, none of those have anything on this Catalonian tradition, except for maybe Mason's Really, razor my razor? One. I wasn't expecting Mason's razor one, so that one kind of, that one beats this one out. But the tradition of cagatio. Cagatio translates to pooping log in Catalonian, and it is pretty much what it sounds like. It's a Sounds small... like the name of this bloody podcast, am I right? Yeah. Ah, it please, sounds... please have me back. <laughs> it sounds like it, it's, it, it is what it sounds like. It's a small wooden log covered in a blanket and usually given a warm, smiley face. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking yep. of. Oh, I'm, I'm so happy. Too, when so. Christmas arrives, the log is expected to poop out candy with some help from the family, of course. Wait, it's... like that scene in sure. Doolittle? In Robert Downey Jr.'s Doolittle? I have just... not seen that and I refuse to watch it. 
Oh my god, that? dude, what the, the fuck was happening with that shit? That was <laughs> the dumbest. We showed I it. I can't believe that what? was actually a thing that they put into the, a movie. Oh, yeah, I only know about that because when I me, t- and Mason, I I yeah, to, yes. me and Mason worked at a movie theater together and he went in to check. Yeah, went I went in to, in to watch the ending, too. Yeah. I worked at a movie theater, The too, entire yeah. and he ending, comes out the climax like, of the movie is a dragon having shit up its ass. Yes, Mason came out and, and was like, Robert Downey Jr. putting his arm up the dragon's butt and pulling things out. It was even a, it was a fairly charming movie up until that point, and then it was just like, what the fuck? Yucko, I say to that. He's so, like, well, I think there might be a blockage. And it's like, wait, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I thought they were going to have to, like, cut him open. Like, like yeah, surgery. Give it a laxative. Oh, no, like, seriously, I thought it was going to be, like, in its stomach, but it was like, no, it's literally his butthole's full of stuff. Yuck. The story has it that Cagatio arrives at the doorstep in early December, usually around the time of the Feast of the Immaculate Conception on wait, the 8th of December, which wait, is so strange. the log so shows up? Strange. The log, yeah, yeah, yeah. The log moves itself places? Yes, but mm-hmm. I also think it's so funny that it shows up on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. Yeah, because it's a pooping log and it yeah. shows up on the feast because you're going to need that pooping log right. after Because your, your Immaculate Conception is going to be the poop that comes out of you after you have that feast. Yeah. Uh, There's nothing Immaculate that, about... So, some might say that about, the pooping log... Was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> There's nothing immaculate about me eating three pans of mac and cheese and then having to take a giant shit afterwards, Jose. Those he visits are expected to take him in and take care of him in the run-up to Christmas Day. Oh, no. Children are told... <laughs> More like they're run out, am I right? <laughs> oh, no. Children are told to feed Cacatillo dry bread, orange peels, or dried beans. And in the days really? just before Christmas... Really? You'd think they'd want something more laxative uh, orange peels, man. Dried beans. Dry bread. I mean, the bread Dry doesn't really bread fit. bread doesn't make you poop. But, uh, <laughs> children are told to take extra care of Cagatillo if they want him to bear gifts on Christmas. This is where it becomes fascinating. In order <laughs> what? This is where it becomes fascinating. Jesus Christ, I bear gifts every morning based on this shit. Jesus. In order for the Cagatillo to produce his gifts, children are instructed to beat him with a wooden stick and sing to him. Ordering him to poop presents. They have to fucking beat him and sing to him as they beat him. Poop. Poop. I unplugged my headphones. I was so excited. So basically, they're fucking in him and they're just like, Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> no, you. I, I see here. I'm looking at the document. Yeah, you so... Have- you have the lines of the song. So there's a common Catalan version of this song that goes along the lines of, and this is a translation. Can you do it to the tune of Silent Night? Poop log, poop nougat, hazelnuts, and Everybody. <laughs> They're also hitting it violently while they yes. sing that. <laughs> I just love hazelnuts and motto cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Merry um, Christmas, everybody. <laughs> from Captain's Log. <laughs> from Captain's Log and Cagatillo. 
So just before hitting the cagatio, children are instructed to go out of the room and pray that the uncle will provide them with lots of gifts. I'm sorry, the uncle is this log made for pooping, yes. right? Oh, okay. This is when parents usually seize the opportunity to hide the gifts beneath the, the cagatio's cloak. This is when parents usually seize the opportunity to hide the gifts beneath the cagatio's cloak. While the kids are not looking, while the kids are not looking, when the kids return, the gifts are unveiled one by one until there are no more. At which point, it's not uncommon for the cagatio to produce an onion or a cured herring. In recent years... Can I just say, real quick, I didn't get a chance to comment on this, I was interrupted, but um, I don't like that they call this thing their uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's I for, weird, I, right? I missed that for somehow, mm-hmm. that it was T.O. Yeah, but you've never yeah. had like an uncle that's like, pull my finger, <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. It's like that kind of. It's like a fun right. poop uncle. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Hey, poop uncle. What's poop up? uncle's What's here. Up? What's up? Hit me with a stick and sing some songs, and maybe I'll poop out <laughs> some candy. Just... Yeah, you know, but I mean, everyone has that uncle. I mean, that's a thing. That uncle that like the yeah, fun, like no, the no, peak I, I comedy one, the yeah. uncle does yeah. is no, always like poop related. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've got like yeah. seven. So he's, he's and like one that of them what is I, my dad. My dad is definitely the poop uncle for my cousins. Yeah. He's like, you guys want to hear a Christmas song? <laughs> just, and he does all of Deck the Halls in, in farts. So he's like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Jesus, that's talent. I can't even be mad at him. I Good I don't God. I don't like it, but I can't I can't I can't argue with it. I gotta give you that one, Uncle. In recent years, the cagatio has grown in popularity in the regions of Catalonia and Aragon. Where it is seen as a sorry, is that in Middle Earth? Yes. <laughs> where or it is, is that seen, the Dragon Book? <laughs> yeah, where it is seen as an important part of the unique cultural heritage of each region. Sorry, I read those two uh, names wrong. It should be like this: Catalonia and Aragon. You know how like the Spanish have that. That little was lith? that was Catalonia. more. Yeah. That was more Middle Earthy than yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah, than yeah, it was the yeah, first that time. sounded more. As a yeah. result, the gifts have tended to become more important, and the cagatio plays a similar role to that of Santa Claus in the U.S. U.S. of A. I do want to point out, like like Max said, in my Mexican understanding of Spanish, cagatio translates to poop uncle. I don't know yeah. if in Catalonian <laughs> tío means log, but to most, I, th- I think most Spanish-speaking countries, tío is uncle, so <laughs> poop. Everyone's got one, dude. Everybody's got a poop uncle. But anyways, okay. Ho 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 or ho ho no on the shit log. I say ho ho ho. ho. No. Bring it on. For me, really? I say no. I don't like. I it. think it's so funny. I would love I to be the funny. shit out of the shit log. I think it's funny, but I just, I just, it, it just, it makes me uncomfortable that there's this element of like it comes to our door, just, and it's our, and you are going to call it uncle. Yeah. And it's a log <laughs> with a face on it. Well, but a blanket too. It gives me but like also, weird vibes. But also, it comes to your door. It's got right. a face on it. It's right. your uncle. It's your uncle. You have to be nice to it. You have to be nice to him. You have yeah. to be very, very nice Super to nice. it. Super nice. Up until the moment right. that you sing a song while right. beating the literal shit out of it. <laughs> and shit is candy you, and presents You have to treats. be nice, and if you be nice to him, you beat the shit out of it. Yeah. Like, and then you go pray that you were nice enough and then beat the shit out of it enough for it to give you presents, right? And you here's, got it. And here's no. the thing: is like, I understand. I understand that this is like a different culture, and it's right. very, it's very, you know, uh, you know, um, it's like, like it's a fucking poop stick. It's very Max. centric of it's very centric of me to be right. like, 
That sounds ridiculous. That sounds dumb. I think like it's in other fun. countries, they're probably like Santa Claus no, no, no. is weird too. We listen. We went through all of these white people countries and said, <laughs> "Fuck them. They've got stupid Christmas traditions." But and the poop log does not get special I, treatment. No, true. here's the thing. I You're think right. it's it's a it's a dumb one for sure. Like it's so weird and bizarre to me. But I just think it's so weird and bizarre. That it's so fun to me. I'm like, yeah. hell yeah, I'll beat the shit out of this poop log. But I just feel it's like more it's... fun to me than Elf on the Shelf, I'll tell you that much. Oh, I'd rather have the guy got better than Elf on the Shelf. I feel like I feel like you could make like a really good like off the fuck out of uh, off putting short film of just people being in a house and then someone's like, Guess who's here? It's it's mm. uncle it's uncle Ka- you know it's it's, it's, it's uncle it's poop, poop uncle it's poop uncle uncle and poop then, I guess yeah it'd, it'd be like one of those weird obscure like Christmas SNL sketches yeah. they do every year and it's just like this log with a face and there's just someone who doesn't get it and they're just kind of staring at the guy in the corner and they're like what's this this is ridiculous I hate this thing and they're like no you have to be nice to uncle. you have to love Cagatio it's to not time to be mean to him yet <laughs> yeah it would be like. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. It's like, you have to be nice to him. You have to be nice to him. And then it's like, okay. And then he's like, they hand him a stick. And he's like, what? what? I thought we had to be nice to him. And like, not anymore. Thank you for being nice to Uncle. uncle. Beat him. But in this this horror movie, though, it would be like like an uncle in a coma. Like, it wouldn't be an actual log. It would be an uncle in a coma. And... (laughs) We shoved a Snickers bar up his butt. If you st- if you step on his tummy hard enough, it'll come out. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay. I hate I hate Uncle I hate Poop Uncle I hate Poop Uncle hate, with all of my heart. I hate Poop Uncle a lot. I was like, he's all right. I was like, he's no, fun. I don't like him. I, well, one. sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but it is funny that like all of the white people were like, "We're gonna cut you open and stuff trash in you," yeah. and this one's like, hey, "It's just a log that poops out candy," and we're like, <laughs> "Fuck this log!" I'm like, we're like, yeah, Haha, it's funny because the lady murders children," and then we're like, "This log poops candy. Get the fuck out of here!" It's like I'm like, wow, you know what? Spoon liquor's growing on me. I kind of like, I kind of like that guy that drinks milk from a goat. You know? No, just I kind of like the guy that just takes the foam. Just takes the foam from cow milk. But then someone's like, well, what about this smiley little log that poops candy, and you get to sing a song and hit it? And I'm like, get that out. Of get my out of here. Face. Give what me about a giant liquor. cat that'll? What about a giant cat that eats you if you're not fashionable? Love yeah. it. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, but this thing. This thing doesn't punish me. Well, hang on. Now that sounds different. That's what it is. Is it's no. why people have a kink for punishment. No, that's no. what it is. <laughs> if, uh, my uh, my Christmas tradition is, is Uncle Poop gets up on a glass table, right? <laughs> yeah, he just shits out candy. No, anyway, and I so- get under the glass table. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Okay. All right. And with he that, made. it's time to wrap the show up. Mason? If you like the show, make sure to leave a five-star review, which you can do in-app. We'd really appreciate it, plus it really helps the show, and we will read your review on the show. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash captainslogcast and donate a dollar. Or similarly, you can also just uh, uh, donate whatever amount you'd like on Venmo by Venmoing j via 27 Anything helps keep the lights on. Another thing you could do to help the show and yourself if you're looking uh, to purchase some clothes this holiday season is um, go to Serengeti.com. Serengeti is spelled S-E-R-E-N-G-E-T-E-E. Serengeti, T like shirt. 
they are a clothing brand that I have partnered with after shopping with them and absolutely loving their whole aesthetic and quality of their products. They have a range of things available for you to purchase from t-shirts to jackets and sweatshirts to jewelry to blankets to drinkware and stickers and so much more. So head on over and make a purchase using my code j.valle for 20% off your purchase. Remember yeah. if you Yes. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, buy some new clothes. Yes. So your I, cat don't get that's, you. Or the cat doesn't eat you. Exactly. I bought, that's, a lot of my family's getting stuff from uh, these guys. And they also have, like, these little stickers like this. It's upside down. Yes, I realized. And then, it's a sticker that says, travel more. And then this one says, like, weekends are for adventure. But In then they have a bunch of other. you got a sticker that says, travel more. Listen, man. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm not dissing on them. So they didn't, remember, they didn't plan for a out. pandemic, yeah. Max. No, Jesus cut that Christ, out. No, Max. I'm sorry. Cut that out. <laughs> remember, if you donate slash support our sponsors, it all goes towards improving the show, getting better recording equipment, etc. Max, do you have anything to plug this holiday season? Uh, yeah, I've started a podcast. With uh, who? With, um... With Mason, it's called. Oh, I hope it's Let's me. Yes. Trash talk Jose for an hour. No way. My uh, mom already has that podcast. You can't do oh, that. Oh well. Oh well. We'll just join with her. No, we'll I have, have a podcast. A uh, <laughs> I, have a, <laughs> I have a new podcast with Jose called Max and Jose have something to say. Uh, new episodes. It would seem every other week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that sort of thing. We just talk about whatever. Literally, that's the premise. Yeah. Uh, we usually try to dress it up a bit more than that, but that's what I'll say this time. Uh, and yeah, I'm. I you know I. It's available everywhere yep. now, and, every uh, podcast directory. You know, I every time I do anything and someone's like, do you have anything you want to talk about? I'm like, yeah, I have a website, and I do. So you can Max go to Benyon. that. MaxBenyon.com. MaxBenyon.com. Uh, and I have a YouTube channel called Max Benyon as well. It's just me. It's just Max. He's just Max. He's just and being Max, doing Max stuff. No, yeah, so anyways, so, uh, go to all those things. Check those things out. There's it's some so really sad. funny stuff on all those places. So, uh, yeah. Mason, where can the fine listeners find you? Well, if you're listening to this on Christmas Day, you can find me outside your window tapping on glass with my sticks uh, with a bag <gasps> full of cake and nuts. Yes, that can is you me. Mean <laughs> um, a if you're not man dressed in it, rags and fur? Mason, the homeless man dressed in rags and fur. If you're not listening to this on Christmas, you can still find me outside your house staring in your windows. <laughs> and also on Twitter at Mason Schrader. I mean, I guess, but if you want to know what I can, if you want to know what I got to say, just ask me. I'll be right outside your window. This is true. Well, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at j.valle underscore junior and the show on Twitter at Captain's Log Pod. We recommend various different materials on there and post show updates and tweet some occasionally funny things. Ahaha. So go check it out. You can also subscribe on YouTube where you can find me as Jose Valle Jr., Animal Productions, and of course the show's official YouTube channel, Captain's Log, which we're hoping to get updated by Christmas. Make sure to tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoy it. And if you'd like to share your favorite Christmas legends that didn't make the cut, perhaps if you or perhaps if you had encounters with any of the holiday legends we discussed, please do so by writing in to captainslogcast at gmail.com. You can also suggest episode topics, guests you'd like to have back. Do you want Max back again? Do you never want to see his face again? Please let us know. Make sure to subscribe and download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, and any other podcast directory. Thanks to Carlos Rivera for composing the show's theme. And with that, everybody, we have reached the end of our show. We'll see you soon for another special episode. I've been your Captain Jose Valle Jr., joined by...
First elf officer, M- Mason Schrader with no C. Mason Schrader with a C. And, Max, mm-hmm. what, what would you like your title to be? Max. Bones. Oh. Bones Max. collector? No, I, uh, <laughs> I was doing the Star Trek. Oh, what I was see. Bones uh, was what? He was the chief medical officer? Yeah, he was the chief medical yeah, officer. Yeah, because if, uh, if, you're, if you're Kirk and I'm Nimoy, uh, Nimoid, Nimoid? Yeah, Nemo. Leonard Nimoy. That you would be Bones, right? Because that was Nimoy. <laughs> that was the three. That was yeah, the okay, three. Yeah. yeah, sure, okay, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, that chief, was like the chief, main chief science officer. Well, no, chief, that was that's what Spock was. Bones. Chief medical. medical uh, uh, do I have to do like a fancy the doctor? Doctor Medical Chief Boneman. Chief, do I have to do like a fancy Christmas title? Is that what if, I know? It's up to you. Well, Listen, okay. you didn't even have a title until now. I'm joined by also our guest. Uh, Chief Medical Mistletoe Officer. There Max it is. Oh. And this has been Captain's Log. End He's of got transmission. And you know what? Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Stay and safe out holidays. there. Happy holidays. Yes, uh, happy yeah. holidays. Merry Christmas. Stay safe out there. Those Max of you that says, can be with your loved ones in the safest of ways, please do so. Be responsible this uh, holiday uh, season. And uh, we will see you next year. So Mac, Max has missiles in his toe. He's got uh, to, like like Inspector Gadget. Go his go! Toes, his you toes. Keep talking, go go toe missiles! His toes will pull back and little missiles shoot out. They're toe to Mason missiles. Anyway, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! Bye. We love you. I think you have to say end of transmission. Right? End of transmission. Pew boop.